You're listening to World Weavers, a homebrew podcast. Check out the show live on YouTube every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Check out our other shows at actualplaypods.com. Enjoy the show. How will we open the show? The second I click unmute, that's what we got to hear. We were. It was basically right around the time Renee asked how juicy your dad was. Everybody in the chat, please tell us how juicy is your dad. How juicy is your dad? This um, will be to win. This will be to win dice. By the way, so can everyone juiciest dad? Wins. Can everyone roll a d twenty real quick so we know whose dad is the juiciest? Whose dad? Who has the ju- juiciest dad? Every d and d game has a endowment check. I want to do a juicy dad check. I mean, I'm winning. We've got a. Uh... Coming out of my eyeballs. Carlos and my dad are on about equal level, basically. Mine makes sense. Mine makes sense. My dad passed away. Oh no! No, No, Carlos. Not on equal leveling, then. (laughs) It's not a fair contest anymore. My dad looks like a crazy wizard. So that's cool. I feel like I get to be involved in this. There you are. Well, we are live. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, <laughs> On that chaos. Hello. This episode is sponsored Hi. by, I think, Jesus, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. Red and Bull. Red, Red Bull. Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And every um, juicy dad out there. And every, and every all the juicy, juicy dad. We believe at World Weavers that every dad is juicy in their own way. World Weavers is a and, part uh... of the Homebrew Network. If you're enjoying the show... Uh, there's something wrong with you. You can hop on actualplaypods.com and you can uh, get links to our Discord. We have a really fun Discord, a very active community, uh, a lot of fun people in there. Um, check that out again. It's at actualplaypods.com. You can find a link to that. Uh, last week, we concluded our last origin, which was Kale She, what was uh, turned out to be Liara's origin, played by Renee. Renee, thank you for your... Uh, Excellent idea for the uh, first origin. Renee, you have a little bit of a, a Twitch stream going on. You want to tell us I about do. that? I do. I'm sorry. I'm still emotionally recovering from Juicy Dads. <laughs> um, I do. Uh, I have take, I had taken a little bit of a, of a hiatus between just like the hectic of the holiday. I work in a restaurant, so holidays are always super busy. But mm-hmm. I'm picking it back up tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. No, wow. I lied. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, you can catch me at twitch.tv backslash the caked crusader, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is in my little like thingy that pops up in the corner of the artwork with the things and the stuff. Well, I'm having so um, much I'm... trouble pointing right now. There we go. Um, I am currently playing through <laughs> The Devil in Me, which is a mm. horror game based on H.H. H. Holmes, who is quote unquote America's first serial killer and is developed by the same company that did uh, Until Dawn and The Quarry which I have also played on my channel. So come hang out, get some spooks. We'll make some jokes. Get It'll some spooks. Check out get the Caked Crusader on Twitch tomorrow, 2 p.m. You heard it here first. And you can always just jump on our Discord and get links that way. Uh, if you are enjoying the show, I'd like you to take a trip south on the screen to a little place I like to call the subscribe button. Uh, it's mirrored. That's why I'm having trouble. It's this way. The subscribe button uh, hit the button and subscribe to the show, and then you'll never miss an episode of World Weavers, which I think is pretty neat. Um, we are hey, yo, actually like subscribe and ring that bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meow, meow, meow. Um, Smash that, that like bell. button. 
Uh, we're also actually sponsored by Fan Roll Dice, uh, and that is fanrolldice.com. You can use the code HOMEBREW for 10% off anything in the store. Literally anything. And Literally. spoiler alert, you'll be able to get Homebrew Network Dice in about four weeks. Those are fully Ooh. in production now. They've got the Homebrew Network logo on the D6 and on the D20. Um, I got a... We've got a bag and a dice tray, all sorts of cool stuff. We're going to be one of their custom <gasps> products, along nice. with alongside some really awesome other shows too. There's some glass cannon stuff going up there. There's some NADPOD stuff going up there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Ooh. Check that out, fanrolldice.com. Code HOMEBREW, 10% off anything. Uh, okay, so today, the name of the show is World Weavers. So we do have a little bit of world weaving to do. So let's do some housekeeping first. Uh, Emily. Yay. Yeah. I am awarding you three influence points. I need everyone to find a way to track their influence. That's not like a specific character sheet. And then you can put it in your character sheet later, but we're going to be carrying over as we go. Uh, Three points to Emily because she did cool makeup every single episode of the... um, Three points to Emily. The KLC origin. Uh, Carlos, I said I awarded you a point at one point, and I wrote that down. I don't remember why. I'm assuming you did something cool. Is that because yeah, cool. it was the line? Emotional. No, I was looking for damage. inspiration, for mm. cool stuff, and that's fine. Well, you, you no, you had a super cool moment in the last episode. I, think I used Zephyr Strike. I used Zephyr yeah. Strike to yeah, that was it. That was it. Get dashed um, and advantage, basically. So everyone else. Uh, go ahead and roll a 1d6 and take one additional point, everyone. Just to start you off. Just a little present from me to get you nice. started. Do I also started. roll? Yeah, Is it the yeah. three in additional? Everybody, you get, you get three additional. Carlos gets three additional. Everyone gets one additional. So that makes Carlos start at two, Emily start at four, and then roll a d6. And then oh. let everyone know what you got in case anyone wants to keep track of influence. I got five. I got, five. I got a four. I, I got three. I rolled a three, but if we're doing plus one, that would bring it up to four is how math works. Yeah. Oh, we have plus one. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We all everyone gets one. a plus one. So I am at a total of six. Yeah. I'm at a total of seven. seven. Hell yeah. Um, A little bit of a reminder on how the weaving rules <laughs> wow weaving rules is going weaving, to go weaving rules it is really a real thing for me i apologize i don't know why we named this show world weavers <laughs> it was <laughs> hindsight not the best word for the way my mouth is shaped um what was i the rules for world weaving uh we're gonna yeah. go in initiative and as we're going through initiative if you want to stop something or change something, you can put up an a uh, influence point to ch- interject, basically, to change what they're saying or to stop something that they're saying. Um, it can be a yes, but that's okay. You still have to spend an influence point. Or it can be a no, fuck you. That's also fine. But you have to spend an influence <laughs> point. The person... It can also be a yes, but... It can also yes, be a yes, but... but. Uh, it can be all sorts of butts. Um, all butts are welcome at World Weavers. Mm-hmm. All the butts. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> uh, the person whose turn it is can disagree 
at which point we begin a bidding war of influence. So at that point, other people can join in and also bid influence on what they would like things to, um, what they would like to happen. So basically take sides, how much, and then how we'll tally up the total influence and whoever wins spends the influence. If you lose, you do not spend your influence. You only spend, only expend your influence if you win. Now, if you say, I'm going to spend an influence point and say, yes, but the beans also grow on trees, right? And the person's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I like that. You still have to spend the influence point, but there's no like bidding thing that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. If there is a tie, I had I didn't think about that until right so, now live. DM rules. <laughs> Song battle. Maybe we can just roll yeah. off. The chat or decides. Rollies. I was going to say rollies. Yeah. The Broadway musical trivia. Oh. If there is a tie, oh. I will roll on the dice camera. Um, I'll roll. We'll do a dice cam roll. I think that sounds like fun. If there's a tie. odds and evens. Yeah. Odds, odds and, and evens. evens. Yeah. Uh, skins. Versus yeah, we could also do that. Juicy um, dads versus <laughs> this very uh, sensual and, episode yeah. that we've created so I far. Feel... With juicy dads. I this was going to be like a picnic kind of thing. Brought to you by <laughs> Jesus and Taco Bell. I I blame Emily. She like started the pre-show like prep with asking someone about their like butt size okay, or something. I don't remember what it no, was. It I asked someone how well endowed their character was. It's mm. fine. This is normal D&D conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Can I roll a titties check? <laughs> <laughs> everyone in uh, everyone in chat, I suppose, you just kind of need to close your eyes and hear the words how well endowed are they and decide what that means for you, right? Like, yes. Yes. is it how much money do they have? Is it... It could be all sorts of things. Um, you know what? It's not just juicy dads. It's juicy moms. It's mm-hmm. juicy parents. Just juicy parents caretakers. Juicy you can be juicy too. See you, juicy. You guardians. can be juicy too. If you but just believe, you can be juicy. Too. <laughs> believe in your juicy. Can that just be our first shirt? Is just that everyone is juicy. We are. <laughs> it's like the everybody poops book. Everyone yeah. is juicy. Everyone is juicy. Sure. In their own way. And then yes. the bean hat, be right? Apple. The bean beanie. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. social, the bean uh, bean. social yeah. Yeah, the um, bean accessory. Yeah. yeah. I do want a social accessory hat real bad. How yes. much time do you need, Grant? <laughs> <laughs> you can keep going. <laughs> um, deep rabbit hole. It was if great you like until you pointed merch, it out. Thank you. Oh, oh um, sorry. Jesus. If you like this merch, join us on our Discord where you can have a say, maybe. <laughs> you can put in an input in writing. <laughs> We've got a, we've got a little bit of a latency issue going on right now. So oh. uh, man, I'm very sorry, oh but chat God. is clamoring for Taco Bell to be canon. Everybody is I'm getting shouted at by multiple things. One, somebody's telling me it's my wife telling me <laughs> that we weren't muted. So I oh. just want everything you can't it won't hold up in court, so you can't take it because that's it won't work. We I, were thought we were muted. So that I means think it's not you invisible. were muted. I don't know if I agree with your wife. Um I'll, wow. <laughs> Danny's um, about to lie. This is so awkward for everyone involved. I I don't know. I'll uh, still a little low. Okay. Um Okay. So we talked about the weaving rules. Rules. 
we talked about okay uh minus one influence for renee and we talked about <laughs> i'm joking um and we talked about that um so i have some questions for you all uh yes liara ready so the current timeline as we have it set from the session zero is um it's about i have 1498 atu is what i'm saying so this is going to be after the undoing which was the period of darkness on kaimia um how many years have passed since the events of kaoshi since you ran from sarp oh god i think it's maybe been two it's not been long not been at long all. at all especially so, for an elf yeah for an elf that's like, like it's like it happened yesterday okay like she is still fresh off the trauma boat. <laughs> um, are you saying boom, from boom. that time to when the eventual campaign is, or to now? To the campaign, we're not quite yeah. to okay. the we're not quite to our next yeah. bit yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say because yeah, yeah, okay, okay, cool. So that's years. actually that's actually a lot sooner than I was expecting. Um, yeah, no, she's she's. She's coming right off, right off of that. Mm. Fresh, like the corpses of her friends. Mm. I would like to. That was just like the memories. Um, (laughs) Wow, wow. (laughs) I would like to establish. They're not even told yet, Grant. (laughs) Um, I'd like to establish like a calendar. So the idea I had, um, if you will remember that we are working with um, a, a two moons. So I have been calling them the mother and the child in my head. I don't, Carlos, this is technically your creation. Is that an okay terminology? Perfect. Perfect. So moon. I way... believe Carlos, yeah, suggested the two lovers. I at one point suggested the two, the child that and the mother, the but I think it could be regional. The, the sun and the yeah. moon. Yeah. Yeah. Sun and the moon lovers. were lovers. Yeah. And then and the second moon is the child. Moon, the moon. secondary yeah. moon, which was like the child. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, so there's a whole space family up there. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. cosmic polycule, but like the comet right. that comes around, that's like the cat. Yeah. Is it weird? Is that would make sense. No. Yes. Um, kind of comes by whenever it wants. So the way the way that I was picturing this, and I had a little MS Paint drawing that I was probably not good to show people, but we've got our sun, and then we have a moon that is rotating around it. I imagined at somewhat the same pace as our moon. So it has a 30-day cycle. That is going to be the child. And then we have the mother, um, which is one of the lovers. So the sun and the moon are the lovers, right? And we've got the the mother, which is going to be on a 60-day cycle. So knowing that we're on a 60-day cycle, I wanted to come up with 10 months, so to speak, but – or not 10, six months or periods – Based on where the child was when the mother was a full moon. Does that make sense? Yes. Are you yes, picturing it. this mm-hmm. the way that I have it in my head? So, um, yes. what I'd like to do. How would this go do, around a bean, though? How would it go around a bean just, is a great I'm question. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't answer that question. Don't even think about it. It works as magic. Can someone tweet <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson and ask, ask him, him if the world a was a bean? Yeah. How it yeah. Um, I know we're joking, Els, but I'm Els doing Bells that right now. The, Els, I approve of Els Bell's message, which says, "I vote the baby is called Little Goose Junior." 
That is. And so I also <laughs> think that Little Goose Jr. is. Right. Right. I don't know how many influence points I have to spend to not have that happen, but <laughs> we throw it out. Find it till the end. Let's Go. roll. Go. Let's roll initiative, uh, everybody, okay. so that we can um, get into some weaving here. So just roll a d20 for this. Twenty point one. Oh, is there a way to automatically do it onto the onto the hmm. turn order? Um, I don't. Or do you have to add it? I don't think there is. We don't have tokens selected. I don't think. Yeah. No, not yet. So let's do another eighteen. Holy high! My goodness, people. Okay. Okay. What is with all the like two point one twenty point one four? I don't know. It happened in the last one, last two, and I did like all of the. My initiative is two point one four. Well, this and is just a D20 for, yeah, for weaving. Yeah, this is just a straight D20 for Oh, weaving. okay. Well, you said initiative. <laughs> this for weaving, though. A weaving initiative. Okay, well, I'll roll a 12, then. Okay, then uh, mine is 16. Because I had plus two. I rolled a four. Okay. So we've got Carlos at four. Emily at 15. I'm at 18. Uh, Maxton, yeah. Andy at 18, Maxton at 16, and Renee at 12. Yes, that is correct. Okay, so that brings us to Andy first. So what I want to visualize is what is going to be the first. It doesn't have to be the first, I guess, if you want to go off of our schema here. But what is the first or what is what is one of the two-month periods in our time? So one of the... We're going to have six 60-day periods that we're going to have as, like, the calendar for the world of Kayamia. So what is the first one, and what is your constellation, and what is the myth behind this constellation? So my constellation in the two-month period is called Torga, T-A-U-R-G-A. And the constellation of that is, um, it kind of looks like a large whale. Or some kind of large Aww. sea creature, shark, something like that. It's different mm. between cultures. Some very large fish. Um, and the uh, lore behind this is that swimming around in the very large ocean water on this bean is this large creature that um, supposedly has been there since pre the undoing. And when the undoing happened, Something struck what was once a normal fish creature and has now turned it into this large protector of the ocean. So it's this large, some see it as a monstrosity, some see it as a protector, some it's different. Um, But it's this very, very large, terrifying something. Nobody's really quite sure. I see it as like a penguin mixed with a whale mixed with like a bear. So... How juicy is it? It is very juicy. That was my it only so one. Juicy. That was just my <laughs> own. All the, it's it's there now. Well, it don't don't say that. We are fish. so early in, in the game. Don't say that yet. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So our first kind of mythical. So this is a mythical creature too. This we got is, like a twofer. Yeah. We have a myth. We have a mythical creature said to live in the sea. Is the name of the creature the, the Torga? Yes. Okay, wonderful. So um, the child 
is nearest Torga during the kind of the turn of the year, that first month. Um, La Torga. Torga. That brings us to uh, Maxton. What is your myth? Introducing our next Kickstarter, Veil of the Eternal Night. Veil of the Eternal Night is the ultimate gothic, horror, grimdark TTRPG supplement. Face Dracula and his night creatures in the hinterlands of Norspina, where large gothic cityscapes are contrasted with vast, untamed wilderness in this massive three-book series. This expansion contains 13 new class tracks, over 200 player options, tons of terrifying new monsters, powerful artifact items that level up with you, mythic boss fight creatures with specialized mechanics, and a max level campaign. Far beyond just 5th edition and Mythcraft books, there are legions of immersive extras like dice, a fully illustrated tarot deck complete with in-game mechanics, miniatures, and more. There's even an original soundtrack that you're listening to right now. Examine the link in the episode description to sign up for our pre-launch where VIPs get exclusive content, special access, and even a free collectible pin. Um, so my myth, uh, is called, um, or I should say my constellation is known as Mount Calvia. And it's called that because the star formation generally forms sort of a hill formation at the bottom with a, a the sort of a, bl- or a, the, the hilt of a blade sticking out of the top as if somebody perhaps planted a sword into a small rise yeah. or a small hill. Um, and that constellation um, is seen as a uh, sort of an omen of peace in a lot of cultures. It represents kind of the end of war or the end of strife. Mm. So it's not always very visible. Um, it's probably like a, a much further constellation if you're talking about the distance of space. So it's not as bright, I should say. It's just not as bright as others. But mm-hmm. Um, when it is very clear during times of this greater seasonal year or something, it's it's generally seen as an omen of of peace and prosperity. Is there uh is it kind of a time of like peace in it's generally just like it, it's generally if you just go by the kind of like the the common folk mythos of it it just generally uh, is seen like i said as a good omen it's seen as a time of like oh you will be entering a, a peaceful time oh, okay um, and this it. this yeah and, and this mountain does exist um shoot i don't have my world map up we might have to weave in where this Mount Calvia actually is, but it mm. is actually a location. Um, and that is then represented also by a constellation. Excellent. That brings us to uh, Emily. Tis me. My constellation is a bit of a two-part. <clears throat> it's called the Hare and the Huntress. 
And the lore on it is that as the gods were creating the worlds, there was a lesser god uh, or a lesser goddess who was given a task of like, okay, you can be a part of this creation if you are able to catch this elusive hair. And the hair was mm. not another god, but another of those like mythical beings. And so she has continued her attempt. She has yet to be successful in catching this elusive hair. And so they kind of mirror each other in the sky where they're always chasing each other. And the Huntress, when it's at its peak in time, is the mark of hunting season on Kayamia. So it is kind of the, in our world, what would be the start of hunting season. She's when is kind that? Of the indication. Is that a summer thing? I... When do people hunt? Yeah, I think depends it's on what you're hunting. Yeah, yeah, it depends. Yeah, it definitely depends on what you're hunting. Sorry. <laughs> no, that. Uh, please the two chime Southerners in. Have I am the chat. <laughs> please chime in. I have never been hunting in my life, so yeah. I think the I always thought it was like late summer. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. It's really usually fall. it depends on what you're trying to hunt. Um, there are some seasons mm -hmm. that I think are like mid to late summer, and then some of them are like late to. I, I'm also to like autumn. not a hunter, but I think generally you try to hunt opposite of the breeding season. Yeah, correct. Because you want to hunt, you do not want to be hunting during a time when you risk killing pregnant females of a species yeah, exactly. or mm -hmm. disrupting the breeding cycle. So we'll say since it's, if we're marking it as like, if I am bringing in the third month, the huntress appears on that third month, which is kind of leaning into the be like, half of the year. That'd be like May, June right now. So what if we moved that into like July, August? Great. <clears throat> She's the mark of like harvest and hunting season. So then we'll go back in time a little bit um, to Renee's myth. And that's going to be like the May, June to like the beginning of summer area, unless you'd like a different time. That sounds good. What is your myth, Renee? So my and constellation, it. it's so <laughs> Jose. Um, my constellation is called the Harmony. Um, it appears as a um, different uh, areas interpreted as different things, but it's essentially like in the sky. It looks like a harp or a lyre of or some form of stringed instrument. Um, and so the mythos that goes along with it is that up until um, the I am so sorry, I've had the worst brain block, and I've been trying to find it in the notes. The event. The undoing. The undoing. Okay. So <laughs> up until the undoing, mm -hmm. like, the celestial bodies and <clears throat> our world as it existed were in relative harmony. And then following the undoing, things have been slightly out of tune. Um, so the myth that goes along with the harmony is that whenever the harmony is present in the sky, things tend to be a little bit discordant um, and will continue to mm -hmm. be so until they are rectified on some form of spiritual scale. Mm. Wonderful. So, like, traditionally, during the time that the harmony is visible in the sky, historically, that is when the majority of things, like conflicts, break out. Um, people tend to avoid doing anything that would be, like, intensely interpersonal during this time, just because it is a time of such... Uh, animosity and, mm -hmm. and kind of out of syncness if that makes sense got it perfect Did you sorry honey i can't go to your mother's this weekend <laughs> you just it's harmony. Harmony. i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a sex 
Especially Hominy's in retrograde. I'm, oh. I'm not responsible for what I've done right now. <laughs> Blame everything on I Harmony and retrograde. That's fine. I love it. Yes. Uh, Maggie, you are up for the Ooh. September, October in our time, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Time. So you talk about juicy. This mm. one, this one's juicy. Oh. So, I like to call her the jilted lover. And the way the stars align just such, she looks like, some say it looks like she just has maybe her hand to her head or that she's crying or something, but there's definitely a shape of like a woman, you know, inconsolable. And the mythos behind her is that she was a goddess who fell in love with the mini moon or the sun moon's god, but he refused to break away from the larger moon to stay with her. And so there's like certain markers that they have been noted where like this constellation often burns the brightest whenever she's closest to the smaller moon. So like there's like a maybe I don't know if that would be like appropriate, like maybe there's like, you know, love festivals like a Valentine's Day or something like that around that time as well. But in conjunction with that, at the times of the year where the two moons and the sun happen to be really closer together and she's further from them, there's always these reports of either like massive king tides in some areas or like crazy rainy seasons. And it's the belief that all of this excess water and rain is because she is just like weeping because she's far away from her love who's Aww. chosen to be with his, you know, his family. He's planetary family oh, yeah she's like a death I, cab for cutie song i love a little her. bit i would a like to bit. use influence points okay and i would like you possibly maybe to redirect from the moons okay if at all possible is any like particular reason or is it secret it's it's important for later purposes in this game okay Maybe Whoa. I'm wondering. So, what's your alternative then? Yeah, Thomas? you're gonna have to. Yeah, you have, have to pick. You have to give us something else to vote on. Um, could be the sun. Could be another star, potentially a larger star. I wouldn't be Is opposed she the to the jilted lover of the sun. The I wouldn't sun be opposed with to the, the sun. Moon? Yeah, yeah. I kind of oh. I dig that because it would still work with the the planetary movement versus where the actual yeah. constellation is. The sun's is a bit of a tramp is what you're saying. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> She's juicy. I'd be cool with Not that. Not my words, <laughs> but sure. Juicy. So Carlos um, hates the sun. <laughs> Not true. That's his opinions about the sun. We'll just say that. What he's sending is influence points at. <laughs> okay, well, I can I, I can get down one on that. Point, unless someone else. Wants to... No, no, I'm I'm cool with that. Sounds like Maggie is agree cool agreeable. So Carlos, yeah. spend spend Heart. your one point. Don't don't do that, or I'm gonna start sowing chaos. This is not <laughs> I'm supposed to. Oh. Conflict. Wait, we can't. No, you can't be you nice to each other. You said that at the same time that he <laughs> did a heart symbol. <laughs> That's what I. That's what I meant. You can't do the heart thing because you're supposed to conflict. Okay. You can't be nice to each other. Err. Um, How dare you? So the <laughs> goddess. Uh, so the jilted lover is a symbol of a goddess who was in love with the sun, the god of the sun. Now. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And um, when the sun is closest to the moons, right. That's that is when, when the season seasons mm -hmm. and all the tides and everything. 
And when the jilted lover is closer to the sun, it burns really, really bright. Got it. Does that work, Carlos, with your expenditure? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Cool. All right, we are okay. modified. I love it. That is great. Uh, and that brings us to Carlos, your constellation, mm. your myth. Well, question. We don't want like two love constellations in the air, do we? Why not? Yeah. Well, well I had one that was very much similar to this idea of love. I had one called Isabel's Tear. And that is the story of many moons no pun intended ago <laughs> uh there were two lovers whose name was isabella and rose and they were deeply in love and there was some force some evil spirit that stripped uh rose away from isabella and isabella prayed to the moon for something some sort of sign that showed that uh, she was well and that there was a possibility they could be together and that is when the stars aligned into what seems to be uh, a single tear that kind of formed in the sky maybe not so much a few many tears uh, and from that point on it was called isabella's tear so was hers a hopeful story or a sad story? Like, a little bit of both. Like, yeah. just like any good song. Like, just, you know, full hope and sadness. So, uh, I've been playing a lot of Danganronpa lately, and you cannot have despair without hope. So, yeah. Fact. If so that doesn't like work, the whole end more. of our season just love and sadness. Like, yeah. is that what I mean? If you want to work about it, February um, is just really lots of sadness and, and love. There. We just That's set up fair. cuffing season on Kayamia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, let's... <laughs> I'm gone. I'm out of grapefruit. Fill me in later on what the fuck cuffing season means. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, we'll tell okay. you when you're older. Depends so... on what you're cuffing. <laughs> All right. I love trying to get context for... The, this happens to me in our other show all the time. Um, I can't say the one that they were messing with me on because that's a much <laughs> more mature show. But never mind. This is a pointless story if I can't See, tell you the punchline. Um, now I'm just in a panic that I don't understand the meaning of cuffing seasons. We're going to find good. out together. Okay. <laughs> so we have our we have our um, our cycle of the uh, sixty day cycle, and we're going with uh, Torga Mount Calvia. The Harmony, The Huntress and the Hare, The Jilted Lover, and Isabella's Tear is going to be kind of our big seasons right now. Um, yeah. And they will each have 60 days, and we're going to do a nice 360-day year. No leap years unless someone wants to spend an influence point for leap years. I would um, like to spend an influence point for a leap year. <laughs> that's so horrible. Can uh, I spend one as well? And the leap years ha happen randomly. <laughs> I that agree with this. One, terrible. except like instead it. of an extra day, there's two and a half less days. Yes. <laughs> yes. Randomly assigned year. I'm not doing that seriously. I'm saving that for, for, for some shit. 
Um, competitive to this point on this. No, I yeah, no. <laughs> perfection. <laughs> okay, uh, Carlos, I'm gonna need I you to start getting ready to share a map, um, because we're going to be putting Sarp on the map. So I want to do that while Carlos is preparing for that. Um, in the last two years, can my survivors give me a very brief, uh, what the fuck you are up to? Um, if you haven't seen the first origin and want to, you might want to tap out yeah. for a second. Spoilers! I mean, it's spoilers of the show you're watching. Not much I, I mean, can do about that. Some people died. Um, wow. In like totally natural ways, though, that we were all expecting and we coped with mm -hmm. very well. Of old age, oh, yeah. surrounded by friends age, and family. Peacefully uh, at home. So that's going to bring us to... Um, so it's been two years, not very much time. What does uh, Fairland get up to, Andy? Uh, Fairland definitely just straight up retired. Like she mm -hmm. was done, she was out. Um, she moved to a nice place with lots of land. Um, and she's starting her own little like bee farm. She's raising bees. She is making honey. Aww. She is not talking to anybody, but maybe Liara on occasion. Um, but yeah. for the most part, just hiding away, away from society. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Perfect. I love that. Uh, let's see. Dead, dead. Maggie, <laughs> what does <laughs> Charlotte get Salt up to? Sheet wound. <laughs> On that nice. note, um, so I think needs to make like the 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 scene in the Emperor's New Groove where he's like, eh, eh, like looking at his brides, but with Grant's like person. dead, dead. I think you have a great personality. That's amazing. Oh That's my amazing. god. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, Charlotte, I think she almost would have like a reverse of Farallon because she'd been in retirement for so long. This kind of like. It, it got the blood pumping a little bit, but she also realized, like, she's no youngin' anymore by any means. And so I, I like to think that, you know, she's still living her relatively quiet life, but maybe she's, like, sort of, like, adjunct professor for their, what was, with the guild hmm. that they were part of. Like, she comes Ron in occasionally. Bronzold, yeah. thank you. And she'll, you know, she'll teach a little course here or there to some of the younger, you know, a theory course here or, you know, maybe something to do with any of her, you know, druidic licenses. Um, but you know, just, just once a week, some, just something to get out of the house, you know, you're the it's, cool it's professor that smokes yeah. weed with your students. Exactly. Yeah. I would 100% no take a theory yeah. class from She Charlotte. teaches yes. like two, she teaches like two electives that are only on like exactly. Friday. Exactly. Friday and everybody wants to be in that class. Yes. All right. Dorn. Um, I and think Dorn. Revisions. <laughs> I think Dorn is largely the same. Um, I would imagine that probably in this time he has received a promotion um, within the Bronze Holds and is probably taking on a bit more of a, I won't want to say a desk job, but he's probably less in the field than he was before. He's probably doing a lot of revisions to the, to the, uh, the, the guy, the handbook you know every year you have to buy a new one sure 
Um, Scientology. Nobody, nobody questions that he's got, you know, a deal going with the publisher. Mm -hmm. uh, that he makes like one change in a chapter and makes you buy a whole new one that mm -hmm. year. Um, no. The he's, last uh, twenty he's, pages yeah. are half-page ads. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, yeah, no. So he's he's still very much his dour, rule-abiding self, but he's probably got a nice little. He's probably got like Toofy's bag, like hung up in some sort of little frame in his in his room in his bedroom. So sweet. I like, ask, so cute. Did Dorn ever take the mushrooms, or did you hold on to them as keepsakes? <laughs> um. I think Dorn probably took them one time by himself <laughs> with the doors locked. Like there was like a, a bunch of missions out. So nobody was in the guild hall and he never speaks of that night to anyone. <laughs> so it was a bad trip. Oh, things. He just saw Toofy that came back and was like, ah, so you finally took it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine very much it was, no, it wasn't even like a bad trip. He was like having a great time. And I'm sure him and Toofy worked out a lot of yes. of, of things in, in his mind. <laughs> in that time. Great. And Liara, we'll save your last two years to be kind of revealed as we start playing. Um, okay. Leave some, leave some fun there. Can I at least say, and if I need to spend an inspir or not an inspiration, but an influence point to do this, that's that's totally fine. That Liara is definitely like in and out of the hold uh i think for maybe like the first like six months after mm -hmm. the fact she's just kind of like catatonic or not catatonic but like very withdrawn mm. at like bronze hold headquarters and then from there probably has pretty consistent contact with dorn and with charlotte and occasionally goes out and visits fairlyn and like so she's gonna have contact with you guys for sure um got it mm -hmm. okay um, and then I currently world state wise have, and this is going to be kind of up for you to, uh, spend influence to change. I have the Kalen Wood and Sarp pretty much shut down by the RCI. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of rumors that it's getting thicker and thicker in the woods. And there are like, I imagine these like stone golems that kind of patrol outside the woods. Um, mm -hmm. from the RCI and they just have, they have the whole place shut down and not many people really know what happened. Um, like all the stories and rumors you've heard Liara are like <laughs> not close, right? Like it's like so fantastical. <laughs> I mean, um, not that what happened wasn't fantastical, but it's just like, and then alien showed up. It's like... <laughs> right. Um, okay, so let's hop over to the map. Carlos, you ready? Mm -hmm. um, we're going to hop over go. to the map, and we're let's going to, go to the map. take a look at, um, we never put Sarp or the Kalen Wood on the map. We also have to put Budth. Is that this word? Budth? which is where your parents lived across the continent. There was a breakout of some type of terrible disease. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the word, though. Am I saying I right? mean, in my your brain, it was butt. In butt? Bud? In my brain, it was butt. But. Uh, you are laughing, but 
uh, lots of people did die. There was a massive plague <laughs> outbreak there. So not it's juicy really at all. unfortunate because they were well, they were super well they known died for in their the grapes. Butt. They died in the butt. It was they were really well known for their grapes that were very that produced really really fruitful juices. Mm. Extra um, juicy and other wines. Extra juicy. Extra juicy grapes. Uh, did the town recover, Liara? Or tell me more about the town. Is it just kind of like abandoned ghost place now, or did they make it through whatever happened there? I think they probably made it through, um, but nobody goes there anymore. Like they are, they are like there's the only people that are really there still are people that had families that had been there, like living there before the plague outbreak, who have stayed for like familial like legacy reasons like they just have land ownership there uh for the most part everybody else has kind of like left as soon as a lot of people got old enough to leave they left um and there's a lot of kind of just like rumors and 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 taboo about going into that that town so they kind of they they still exist but it's very self-sufficient there's no real like trade or 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 kind of like economy that relies on outside influence mm-hmm. it's just very much like a a community of it's almost like a commune at this point like a really large commune um like a really large community of people who are just there and just kind of like make food like grow food and produce things that they need for each other um Excellent. people don't really go there unless they have to okay so we are into map making mode. We are on incarnate.com, who has been Woo! great enough to support the show. So check out incarnate.com and uh, make maps like the pros, like us. Well, I guess we're not pros. We're pro. We're pretty pro. Andy we're so pro. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm going to, we're going to jump back into initiative here. Uh, we're not actually yet. So first thing we need to do, Renee, is I need to put um, the Kalen Wood on the map. So let's get a full view of our being here. Yeah. Um, and some of these places have been claimed. Um, but we need to find a place. And you guys can kind of feel free to talk through this together. Remily, the Remily Crater. Um, feel free to talk through this, but we need Kalen Wood on the map. We need Keth, which is, um, where Bronze Hold HQ is. We need Sarp, which is the town where the events of Kale She took place. And we need Butth, which is, um, another town that mentioned, was mentioned. So we need three. And it might be, um... Good to kind of establish a little bit of scale here too, how large this mm. continent is. So where do you want to put this stuff? Um, so I think that SARP um would be on the uh continent that's in the northernmost, that's the dark green color. That's the easternmost. Um, or the easternmost. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I didn't have the uh Clear back. clearly it's marked. The beans marked. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm sorry. I was looking at it on my tablet. It was really small. I didn't see it. Um, so the easternmost uh, continent, um, I think Sarp would have been kind of close down to where that kind of little like panhandle chicken leg looking friend is. 
Like uh, to the north? Yes. <laughs> Max to the left. I'm sorry. To the left. To the left. Side. I to reorientate myself. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, over to the northernmost side where that little kind of peninsula comes up. Um, I think that Sarp would have been just a little bit east of that kind of. Um... Oh, man, I wish I could access this map and actually ping exactly where I was thinking. Uh, ticket, 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 ticket. Um, a no, I will bit... say. Oh, when when we did when we did create this continent, the only thing that we established was that it was jungly, mm-hmm. but obviously it's really long, so it would make sense that there could be more boreal esque forests to the north and or yeah to the left and to the right. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to point that out in case anybody forgot. Yeah, we also established that closer to the crater was more magical the farther you got away Mm. typically was left Mm -hmm. and then the north was very lacking of resources Mm, and the right was more resources um yeah thank you for that refresher um we need another scroll out do you want to see the rest of the map Renee? yeah let's scroll back out again okay because i mean technically we we never specified that the forest they were in wasn't more like temperate jungle kind of thing, but that's okay. Um, I, I mean, you could put it wherever oh, you want. Can, I was yeah. point, just pointing it out, just as that was the only thing that was mentioned about that continent. Okay. So obviously, that leaves room to do. Whatever so maybe we, we want. go down towards that new westernmost. The orientation of the map is throwing for some reason yes. my brain off so hard. It's not for um, some reason. Top, top, bottom, left, right. I, <laughs> we're like. So okay, same, we go, same we land mass, but bottom, yeah, for the same land mass, I think. Um, a little bit closer to where Emily's island and the crater is. Um, we can just tuck it down. There's like the little uh kind of bit that pops out a little bit. Um, that's the most westernmost. I keep wanting to say southernmost, the most westernmost uh point downward. You're talking about the same island, correct? Yeah, yeah, on the same island. Yeah, I think it's right where your okay. mouse is, Carlos. Okay, yep. So we're drawing a woods there. And then um, we're going to put Sarp in the wood. That's cool. I like that. Put it in the middle mm-hmm. of the ocean. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Could I suggest then too we we add a, a mountain range then on the right side of that forest and then we can have still maintain a jungle esque a mm-hmm. reasonable assumption of jungle to the mm-hmm. to the right side. Seems plausible. That's a big old mountain. Look at that mountain. Just one big there old mountain. One mountain. Yeah. To rule them all. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Them some big boys. <laughs> oh, ocean forest. Speaking of how juicy are those mountains? <laughs> the Grand Tetons, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so you... Sarp is in the middle of those forests? So Sarp is going to be somewhere near the center of the woods. Um, And then... We have Sarp is a town, right? The Sarp, Sarp is a town. town. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where we played last. Uh, mm-hmm. The first origin was Sarp. 
Yeah. Gotcha. Just clarifying that. And then the prompt we have for but was across the continent. Um, yeah, so I think that would be over to the south. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so turned around just, right now. Just say uh, right, left. To the right. Okay, to right. To the right. To the rightmost edge of the continent. Um, I but think it also, also makes sense could... that a plague would come in at like a port city, too. Mm -hmm. So you could add like a big tree in the middle where that sarp is. That would help signify. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Except the there's the not a big tree there anymore. That's true. Just put text that says "big tree." Oh wait, yeah, no, that the tree. Oh yeah, it's gone. Right, make a little, make a little crater. <laughs> With a little sad Panic face. On. So you want butt to be right here, right? But yep. Um. Yes, that looks okay. great. Thank you. Because that How would be far... a good port town with the island just adjacent which we said was a pretty... how far yeah. do you think how far do you imagine that is from sarp out of curiosity that's quite uh i mean looking at the scale of the map here that's going to be a long way uh that's like, like yeah I, washington and maine you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. is that cool with you yeah that's totally fine because the idea is that like they were gone a lot so liara never really like they they still communicated like there was still mail and like maybe like some some messaging and stuff like that but they never really got to got to see each other because they it. were so far away so it's about three thousand miles i would say and i would walk three thousand miles so the name of that town uh the port town is but carlos mm -hmm. b-u-d-t-h And then we need Keth, which is going to be where the Bronze Hold is located. I think that that would be on. I think that that's going to be like on that little peninsula to the furthermost uh, left hand side, like on the like little like port city on the opposite side of the continent or maybe like a little bit in maybe where it starts to kind of like bloom out a little bit and look like the top of a chicken leg mm -hmm. i think that's like the third time i've referred to it as a chicken leg but it does kind it's of look technical like a chicken term. leg so. that's what it's called it's called the chicken leg the chicken yeah. leg the drumstick of so you're talking farther inland? Yeah, farther inland. A little inland. bit further inland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could I suggest it across the water from that other city? That's likely how yeah. towns would go about growing. Yeah. Hmm. So, well, down, so sorry, Carlos, down. where where it just was? Yeah, just the opposite just coast. Go down. So, so mm. down. A little bit further down. Nope, oh, where nope. you were. <laughs> down. Yeah. You not south. Not <laughs> south. Down. It's down. <laughs> None of these newfangled directions. So that's Keth. K-E-T-H. And then um, we'll move, move the um, name of Sarp over the town just so that we're clear that it's not the Kaelin Wood. Just put it right over the town. And then we might want to name... It's... 
Might want to name the Kalen Wood there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this looks so good though, Carlos. Thank you for doing this. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Yeah. Our perf- Carlos is the best cartographer ever. That's good. That's not there. We good. go. Perfect. That's perfect. I'll fix it later, y'all. Hell um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the Kalen Spell Wood. The layers. Spell that for me. K A L E N. And then Wood is actually going to be a W. Yep. O. O. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Too fast, too fast. Go D. back. <laughs> Wait. You sure about that? That was exactly That's right. That's actually not how I had in mind to spell it. It was going to be W Y O O D. Wired. No, I'm just kidding. Weird. Weird. Um, Why, but not where you think it is. So that would put um, that would put the logging incident. I think we said on the southeast, which yeah, I really like the way that this has turned out because it's kind of like the furthest away from civilization. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, up in those mountains too. Like it would be more. Yeah, I really like the way that this came out. I think the farther you would get, the older yeah. the woods would get. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Ooh. And we have a lot of area on this continent to weave also. Like, this is a small <laughs> bit. I'm really excited about this. I uh, This is a lot of fun. Um, Carlos Can I request is really smart Carlos, saving. For my own men- mental stability, can you uh, paint that as a lighter green on the left side of that mountain range? Mm. Oh, to show that it's more... To show that it's a different type of forest. Yeah, yeah. Cause... More of a temperate rainforest than a tropical there rainforest. There you go. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. <clears throat> I love it. Yeah. It does have Wonderful. very Pacific Northwest, Northwest vibes. It does. Yeah. Um. So then that brings us to the uh, the Valley of Matt Hunter. The place uh, where we're going to be having the Grand Clan Tournament. So the area between these two mountain ranges is where this valley is. So one thing we need to put in the center of the valley is um, the heart. Maxton, do you want to describe the heart of the Matt Hunter Valley? And let's change Um, it to Matt Hunter also. I'll spell that for you. Um, And yeah, I think also too, we, we can, Carlos can clean it up at later if they want to it, it is described as a valley but uh it's imagined more of like a basin so there's really only one feasible entrance which would be on the eastern side the topmost side um otherwise you're you're thinking of scaling like andy's level of mountains that circle this this space but <clears throat> at the center of this valley <clears throat> excuse me at the center of this um, basin is a large crystalline spire. Um, there is a material that is found only here in this basin that is incredibly, incredibly hard. So, so hard that it is unable to be mined or broken by any known means, magical or otherwise. And these spot, these crystalline formations scatter the mountain range that circles this basin. Um, they are kind of like <clears throat> milky quartz-like formations that um, perhaps if you were 
looking at it from a more scientific perspective, it's possible that something impacted this this location many, 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 many thousands of years ago. And whatever it was kind of splintered and broke apart and scattered itself around this this impact crater. But at the center of the impact crater is the largest formation. It, it's probably several hundred feet tall. Um, kind of a, like I said, a quartz-like solid mass of this milky white crystal, which is sort of what... Um, sort of what is believed to be giving this basin the um the the kind of properties that it has with this rapid evolution rapidly changing environment okay so uh i popped the spelling for that into roll 20 if you want to copy paste that so Over. from my perspective and clarification, so it's the spire is essentially like if someone were to take a nail and drive it down, and if that nail were to shatter and keep like the main point, is that kind of what we're thinking? Um, I suppose you could think, yeah, you could definitely think of it like that. Otherwise, you could just imagine like a, a meteorite that is formed of this crystal gotcha. struck this point on the planet with such force that the meteorite itself splintered apart sort of sh like in like a burst of shrapnel okay. and scattered itself into the mountain range around this this basin and then one single piece like the largest piece of it that didn't splinter is now planted kind of in the ground okay. um uh where the impact site was gotcha <clears throat> excellent Okay, um, we are going to pop a little town um, that is actually uh, the start of our adventure here. It's going to be right at the entrance to the Matt Hunter Valley, or Valerie. Um, and that's going to be the Biological and Ecological Society of the Matt Hunter Valley. Which I have just been calling B E S M V. Yeah, I'm sorry, Carlos. I would actually love to flip that valley around so the entrance is on the top side, the easternmost side, um, with this town, and then the uh, it is kind of enclosed on the southern, uh, the southern side, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Oh Wonderful. yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Excellent. Uh, and then while Carlos is adding the BESMV, we're going to get back into weaving. And we're going to start with Andy. Uh, looking at this continent, I need you to add one uh, city, town, um, landmark, uh, something about this continent uh, that is notable. And I would note, Andy, while you're making this decision, I'm talking long enough for you to think hopefully that the god damn it the northernmost side of this continent does brush up with andy mountains right now mm -hmm. so yeah, it's not so easy is it it's disorienting it sucks it uh 
it's the, the it's Valerie fun. is getting me. It doesn't <laughs> suck. It doesn't suck. It's great. I just my Carlos, brain has can a you hard change time. that R to an E so my brain can focus <laughs> on everything else? Nope, it's Which a Valerie one? now. Uh, Valley is spelled no. E-Y. <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> You're going to have to spend an influence point for that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it. Just like, I can't um, take it. So, before I do that, um, we did discuss in the last one, and we just didn't get to this, that the whole left side of this continent is actually tundra. So, on the side left side of the forests should mostly be snow. Excellent. Um, and then I picture that there is a town um, that is actually a small little secluded town that's almost up against the mountains back there. On the, um, I don't know what directions are, west westernmost side? The west. upper or the lower? The lower. The lower would be west. West, yeah. Okay. Do you have a name for this town, or will that be revealed in time? Uh, that will be revealed in time, because I'm not that fast. That is okay. <laughs> uh, FantasyNameGenerator.com is a great tool to keep open for a show like ours. Uh, I'll get it wait, to you so, soon. Wait, I'm curious that's just to, as well. So the, you said it's against the mountains. It looks like the mountains don't quite... I thought the mountains were right there under those clouds. They could Cloud, be. The clouds they reveals. Can yeah, they they can be. I can just wanna... be. We will make it happen. We will make it happen. Just have the technology. Mm-hmm. Ignore the blank spot behind the curtain. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. While Carlos is working on that, Maxton, add one thing to this continent. It can be a landmark. It can be a town. It can be uh, anything. Yeah, Carlos, so I'm going to add it. All the way south. <clears throat> or all the way down. Sorry. Maxton. I'm uh, going to add another city. There. Um, so just... East, oh my god, no, that's not right. Just right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't make this out to be my fault. All right, it you was. I tried. It was hundred percent. I tried to tell Carlos to do it vertically when we did this, and we did it horizontally. <laughs> Blaming um, Carlos. That's low. right. I'm throwing low shade blow. now. Low of the low. Low. No, it wasn't Carlos's fault. This was all me. I Ew. take full responsibility. Um, so to the right of uh, Beset, Besest, what did, how do you pronounce that? What is that? What? What's uh, the what's the center? It's the B E S M V, the Biological and Ecological Society of Matt Hunter Valley. B E S M what? M V. B E S. M is in Mansis. So thank you. I got it. I got it. I got it. Thank you. (laughs) So directly to the right of that and above those mountain ranges on the coast, there's another city because the Besmv is just an outpost of surveying. And this is the city in which that outpost is related. Um, Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. 
Yeah, it's a big city. Woo! Let's go. So the city is yeah. around the Biological and Eco- Ecological Society of Manhunter Valley. It's not a. It's not like around. It's like right there, exactly where it was Carlos to the, to to the bottom down. Yeah, right there. Perfect. Boom. Placed. Done. Okay. Um, this is the city that the college that sponsors the Besmv is located in. Okay. Um, <laughs> and this is a city much like um, in, in much competition to Maggie's magical well, ba- wizard baby, wizard <laughs> in the baby well city. The baby well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> baby yeah. well. The baby well. Um, much, Obviously. much like much to their to their rivalry is this very, very heavily magical and um, scientific based civilization. This based con- country. Love that. Excellent. Uh, um, do I need to? Oh, I gotta come up with a name for it. Uh, we can. Uh, I I will allow names to be when we uh, come back uh, to it. It's. A uh, c- cat spray can uh, phone. <laughs> cat okay. spray can phone. That's actually not a bad name when you say it together. <laughs> yeah. Cat, sp- cat, cat spray can phone. Cat spray can phone. Cat spray phone. Cat. Okay, it's cat spray fun. Cat spray fun. I love it. Ooh, it's like go. not bad. There you go. Um, <laughs> it's really not bad. Cat spray can is good. That's a good I, I do now love the idea that every single fantasy writer, creator, anything has just come up with names of things just like in a panic. It's like, is, yeah. is, is, controller. <laughs> uh, in a panic at things around our office. Just like, uh, yeah. you've seen it here. This is how Stephen King did it. <laughs> Emily. We're pulling back the curtain. You're seeing how the sausage is made. Add something to this continent. And always remember, guys, you don't have to listen to me. You can say, hey, actually, fuck you. I'd like to create a (laughs) type of lion that lives here. And it has four tails that are snakes. Like, that's always an that option. Is, that's awesome. That's that is friend. so interesting that you bring up animals. Because I was 100% going to have, like, in the... Just off of the forest on the snowy side mm-hmm. of this area, there is a an area, I don't know what to, it's not exactly a cavern, but there is an area where, like, a certain type of creature is found. A predatory creature. You can even <clears throat> use a whirlpool if you want. They can live underground. That's it cool. is a predatory mole rat. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like is it big or is it just like a normal size <laughs> oh they no, big we're, we're talking like, they like unusual size yes we are talking like somewhere between a polar bear and a wolf Whoa, size okay. they big they're big they big <laughs> this is so fun that you're doing this because this ties into the idea that i had a little bit Oh, getting eaten alive by more giant mole rats? Right. What? Yeah, so my dream. Can, honestly, what's on all of our minds now? Carlos, I would shift it slightly up from where you are, and then a little bit more into the snow. They're like out in the tundra of the snow. Yeah, right there, where they are snow creatures that live underground that are 
a mix between a polar bear, a wolf, and a naked mole rat because I said it and have to go with it now. Okay, wait. So then I do have a question. Are they naked? Front teeth. No, they wear clothes. Yeah. Yeah, they wear sweaters. My town has some sweaters to make friends with ugly holiday sweaters. I'm very curious. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'd like to use an influence point. Okay. Yeah, you're just throwing them out there. Huh? Th- yeah, I was going to say. That's good. I just want to I just want to move it down. Oh, that's fine. I just want it to be in the tundra. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't I would say you don't even have to necessarily use an influence point. You that's just for have me. To ask. Oh, yeah. used it. Well, wasn't what is clear. this creature called? Let's hear. Charles. Okay. R U M N is a Nancy A. Rumna. M is okay. M is in Na- I, Mancy. A... M is in Mancy. No, N is in Mancy. N is in Mancy. N as in R U. Wait, now I'm confused how I spelled it. R U M is in Mary. A N A R U M N A Rumna. It's like a Roomba, but Rumna. Oh. Did you see a? Okay, two questions. Did you see a Roomba in your room? Follow up question. No, I didn't. You keep saying naked. You keep saying naked mole rat. I just need to know: Are they? Are they naked? Number one. They are. Are they just skin on the outside, like a creepy a bear that's just a, just a very no. bear? No. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna say yes, but they are very blubberous. I am adding in seals uh, to this um, mix of a creature. That's good. My follow-up Blubber. question was going to be, how are they staying warm? And you already yeah. answered it. So perfect. I got you. So it is a combination of a naked mole rat, a wolf, a bear, and a walrus. Artists, you know what to do. <laughs> so excited for the you. art of this. I think, of the uh, room, though. I, yes. Um, <laughs> Renee. It's challenge rating. I would like you to add a place or a landmark or some type of naked blubberous creature to this continent. So no juicy naked animals, but (laughs) I did have like literally when we were trying to kind of like everybody was going, I want to put in a cave system because I think caves are Mm -hmm. super, super cool. And it makes Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. to just kind of have this cave system be the one that Emily's Rumnas live in, no matter how cursed we are. We love them. Yeah. Um, So I think that this cavern that they live in is part of a larger cavern system that kind of extends once, once you get down into it, throughout underneath like the majority like it's massive like i'm thinking well, like I, the so you see these as all being I, under <clears throat> underground not you're saying so i i i do want to say it sounds like you're sort of it would be like some sort of dark such like a dark place under the rest of the world how caves do work yes yes okay cool because i fully support this i fully support having a dark under space perhaps some sort of under dark oh hey pause Um, everyone everyone pause maxton your suggestive influence spending needs to get a little bit more clear i will spend my influence to extend this cave system out to the entire world Okay. Woo! Yeah, no. The entire oh, world. So it, like, that was my question. Hold on. Yeah, it's, it's Does it connect massive. under the water too? Like, yeah. do these? No. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Yes, I'm not gonna cheat and say that this is 
literally just the Underdark from the Forgotten Realms, but it is just the Underdark from Forgotten Realms. There is a myriad of tunnel systems and civilizations that exist under the Earth. Yes, they go under the oceans and at places. Um, of course, like those places would be like very. Um, I would say like each continent would have generally isolated tunnel system, cave systems, large expansive systems, but there are certain points where they connect to one another. And obviously mm. those would be then high conflict zones. Okay. Or very dangerous okay. areas. Now, Renee, that is a big influence spend. Do you agree? Cause it is your turn. No, I totally love that. I okay. I super adore that. That's, That's great. Does anyone? Um, I I like the idea. I... We're living in like a a a, a condo building <laughs> on the bean. <laughs> on the bean. Does anyone want to contest Maxton on connecting all the continents? Because that has implications. Going once. I would. I would. Yeah. You I would feel back like that. maybe the it's the water part for me. Like I don't mind it maybe being like every continent has its own tunnel system. It's where it starts to go through the like water and can actually connect places. All right, we've got up. we've got to figure this I mean, out. It does then. just get Hold down on. to like closer to the core of the bean, and like are those places habitable? Probably not, but they exist. I mean, it's it's a discussion of are these like floating land masses where the water goes underneath them at some point, mm -hmm. or are they land right. all the way down right. that they could connect? And then the they tunnels. just kind of float around that's, like little that's rubber duckies. Kind of the two debate here. If you're yeah, asking yeah. for my what it was when I said it, it is it is underground there. The ocean's depth is variable. There are points between the continents where the ocean's depth is of a of a of a lesser degree and therefore beneath those ocean floors there are in fact tunnels that can connect different under darkian so maybe regions. not every single continent is connected yeah. but at certain yeah. areas yeah yeah yes. okay i buy can i yes and that, that. yeah well, let's let's pause here so okay as of that was my influence spent as of right now we need to figure this out and then we can we can build on to mm -hmm. it. So what I need to happen is I need everyone to in roll twenty whisper me if you are siding with Maxton or if you are signing with Carlos. I'll get off your screen for a second, Carlos, while we do this. Um will Can I? I clarify? Maybe. Give me one second. There also whisper me so I know that we're mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, first ask, ask your question, Emily, before we do the big. Well, so I just want to clarify on what Carlos's side is, because Maxton is it extends under all continents. Yes. Okay. Yes. What is Carlos is it is only under this particular continent. Yeah. Or is Carlos, are you, like, it connects to the nearby continents, but doesn't go farther than that? Yeah, I mean, I I am for that this continent, this continent of Northern Bean does not connect to the continent of Pinto. <laughs> okay, so just well, this shit, continent. you better write Pinto on there So right singular now. continent. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to veto Pinto. I'll spend my DM influence on Wait, Pinto. That was not okay. a real thing. I just so, was trying to get the point across. 
the okay so right, right now we're talking about an underground cave system that is only under this continent or an underground cave system that might connect all of the continents together um whether every single continent or not is a part of that is uh to be seen but it does connect many of the large continents here what we need to do is i need you to whisper me as the dm how much influence you're bidding and it can't be more than you have obviously and whether you are team carlos or team maxton so i'm bidding influence points as well or yes is my okay. at least at least one how do carlos. i whisper you yeah slash w the i had to you. google it actually slash w the dm or the watch me mess this up and everyone's gonna know how much i, I who knows yeah i need a number as well ah shit yeah um, while we're in this pause make sure to check out our sponsor fanroll at fanrolldice.com <laughs> 10 percent off using dad code dad looking homebrew. for dice are you are looking you for juicy, juicy dice dad? then check out the silicone dice they are squishy and juicy hopefully not actually <laughs> juicy or check out our liquid core dice Okay. Uh, Those are juicy, but you will break juicy. them if you get the juice out of them. And you probably like don't want to coconut said juice. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think you I did that wanna, right. You don't, okay. you don't want to get to the juice. I did that and it didn't no. work. Slash the other way, space the. Did I do it right? I think I did it right. You need a space in between the W. Oh my gosh, you're so. So, <laughs> as Maggie, I... I see what you said. Shh, shuddy. Shut the fuck up. So listen, I, as I understand it, there is one person. There's one person who has not voted. Name yourself. No, no, it's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to vote if you don't listen. Oh, okay. Listen, if you're not invested, to vote. If you're not invested, don't use your influence on this. If you don't give a shit. No, everyone must answer. Things that could have been caverns or no caverns. Okay, so we've got one. Don't no no. <laughs> okay, I've got uh. Some people type several times. That's why I'm having trouble here. So definitely wasn't me. I was I was the one. It's me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. You by Taylor Swift. I'm not Taco joking. Bell. Hey, listen. Christ, our very first walk. influence off is a tie. Oh my! So, <laughs> it is. Uh, it is a. It is actually six to six. This is a hotly contested thing. The Ooh, person wow. I am going to give the person who did not vote two seconds Ooh, to gosh. vote if they would like to have a complex underdark ah. that connects all the continents. Or if they would like to have a cave system that only connects one of the continents. Otherwise, I'm going to roll a d20 on the dice cam. And dice cam, dice cam. I mean, now do I kind of just want to see the dice cam. Just do okay. the dice cam. Who cares do about? I want to. I want to see the dice cam now that it's not actively threatening the well-being of me and my loved ones. <laughs> Listen, folks, go out there. Now I'm excited for it. That's why you vote. I wish yeah, there was a way to get vote. every vote counts. Viewer votes for this. I okay. demand a recount. <laughs> Stop <laughs> the zombies from voting. <laughs> what are we talking the about? results of this vote was so contested. 
Wrong. Validated. You what what is the consensus, Grant? What's happening? I didn't I didn't get a vote from the person who did not vote. So we're rolling. Right. Dice. Dice. Um, rolling. Dice the chat cam. is clamoring for the dice cam. The dice cam Oops. is live. I have a set, a very special set of rainbow elixir core dice Ooh. that I've gotten. Um, these are from FanRoll. Uh, and they're actually all liquid core and they're all different colors, which is really cool. So I've got this, um, oh my gosh. this pink guy. Ooh, you better link me so I can buy I know. those like with rainbow. my real person money. <laughs> and I think my dice cam just froze. No, <laughs> no. That was funny. Perfect. No one will ever know. Ooh, so this pretty. pay system is meant to be a mystery. Question mark. <laughs> The non-frozen dice cam is brought to you by Fanroll Dice. Once again, <laughs> check them out. Ooh, there's an echo. Oh, oh yeah. I think I that's because I took my headphones off. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. okay. You just get to hear my voice in double. <laughs> Are you wandering around this world like a long, dark cavern or system? I like how <laughs> we went. we went so long without having any problems, and then... It's because I fixed mine. Oh, I thought you were going right. to... We went so long oh, where everybody was working together fault. and agreeing. I think <laughs> now... So no, I, this is 100% what I want from World Weavers. I think We're that... still working together. We are still working together, by the way. We are not against each other. We are working Nobody's together. Right we're 100%. We're 100%. Yourself. I'm coming for you next. <laughs> when we're not in actual play, you're 100% not working together. I don't know why... Oh, said that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. What's Carlos's continent? I'm at war with that continent. Oh, yeah. War. My God. Listen, I will bring the thunder down upon your country <laughs> so hard. I will salt <laughs> your fields. Oh. Bean only lasts for two. Time out. Time out. What? I was, I was telling them time out so that we could hear you. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you're you so far away. Grant with Fanroll Dice. I've got this awesome uh, wooden tray that I've gotten from Fanroll. And these rainbow elixir core dice, which are uh, all different colors. Very exciting. I'm going to be giving these away at the end of the current arc that we are on. And we're going to be using these. And who knows who we will kill with these puppies. So the way that we're doing this is Maxton is going to be odd. Carlos is going to be even. And we roll. What do you think it is? Let the gods decide. We can't see it. We can't see it. Oh, wait, so wait. this is wait, happening no, in never real mind. life we for can. us, too. Oh. Okay, wait. I thought you it's said even. it was frozen, but... It's even? It's even? It's even. Ha-ha! So that was... I think that was <laughs> Carlos. Carlos. So just right. tunnels under the continent, not under the water, correct? Yes. 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 Just under the Manhunter <laughs> Valley. Matt Hunter? I don't know how to say it. Matt well, Hunter no, Valley not... Continent. Yeah. That continent as a whole, but like that continent doesn't have a name right now. So that... Right, right, right. So is there no under under dark in any other continent? No, that's I think to say. maybe say yeah, that. we don't know. Yeah, we okay, didn't say well, that. I say yeah. that okay. There They're isn't. just not connected. Everyone who No, they don't exist. <laughs> Everyone who voted with Carlos needs to make sure they expend the influence that they just spent. Haha, ha, I didn't vote with Dick. me, so trick question. I get to keep my influence. <laughs> that is Are you the person that didn't that's vote? Not true at all. 
yeah, he did. He did vote. I was about to. Pretty funny. We've been bamboozled. Psychological warfare. Once again. Um, so they are not connected by caverns, at least. Who knows what other machinations are in this world, though? Um, so let's go back to the map. Do 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 do. All right, and that bring that was crazy, Renee. So your cave system has. Yeah! Uh, started quite the fun. This is what I am I here for on World Weavers. I didn't expect such discourse from the caves, but here we are. Um, so I think that this cavern system is called the uh, Valry Caverns. Because I do kind of want to throw back to I did love the name. <laughs> oh my God. Valry Caverns. Um, <laughs> oh my God. The Valry oh, Caverns. Um, and they are known as like a place that people do not go to. Mm -hmm. um, they were named after the famous explorer. Um, uh, let's see. What's his name? Valerie we'll Valerie. Valerie Valerin. Valerie Valerie. Valerie. Um, <laughs> Valerie, Valerie. Uh, no, I'm going to say. Uh, I'm going to say Bob Valerie. Um. Maybe we don't know his name. Maybe his name has been lost to time because I can't think of a first lost. name and I don't have the the Grant. thing. He was just Grant called Valorin. He yeah. could just Grant have Valorin. Valorin. Um so yeah, we'll we'll say the Valorin Caverns, um, they are treacherous. Um the majority of people that go there are people that are hiding out for like reasons like they are deserters from armies or they are escaping from like legal restitution or something of that nature um but really no one that goes down there is ever heard from again and partially mm. because of these like spooky massive naked mole rat friends um nah. but then also maybe there's maybe there's something else going on down there maybe i don't know maybe so it's just new york got it and, a lot and, of Roombas. Yeah, got it. A lot of Roombas. Very clean. It's very clean. It's immaculate. <laughs> except so for the clean, couple of the corners. I don't know why. Except for the bones. Um, uh, Maggie, give me a landmark or city or something in relation to this continent. I think I'm so deeply intrigued with this cavern system now. Um, I know. Let's keep going. Well, so I've been looking at this little kind of township that we have at the very top. And I know when we first developed the map, we talked about that being sort of like the last stopping point before you could go to like the upside down island, if I'm not mistaken. The comet. It's the tourist it's spot. Like yeah. Tourist right. It's like yeah. the tourist spot. Here's my thought. What if there actually is a way to access the caverns from that town mm. as well? But it's kind of like their little deep, dark secret they don't tell anybody about. In Which town? like basements and stuff. The, yeah, the like the one at the very top of the continent. 
that we had made the little tourist town for anybody going on a pilgrimage to the it, upside dude, down I island. was legitimately yeah. thinking that it would be fun to do like smuggling like super right yeah like it, out of like or moonshine maybe, operations like boot, maybe like, like the other lower towns like if they have prisoners they send mm. them up there and nobody knows where they're going and they're just getting thrown into the tunnels or some stuff like i don't know yeah. there could be some shady you're stuff just saying it's underground tunnels. australia yeah 100 <laughs> it's just referred to as the, the land down under down under, under. that is what it's called land down well. under <laughs> land down under under no, it's land down under under. It's it's not the underdark. It's the dark down under. That's what we're under, calling it. Dark down the under. Down under dark. Love it. I do under, love the idea that any subterranean species or like groups of people do have to have an Australian accent. Yeah. Because <laughs> yes. they're from down under. They're from down under. Down under. Yeah. yeah. The dark elves. Yeah, <laughs> Sidebar: Have you guys ever heard somebody from Australia say the word "no" because it's been stuck in my brain no. for days? Nar, nar, nar. It's amazing. I love it. I'm sorry to any Australian fans we may <laughs> or what we are. Just um, I think we'd like to say "ad" at this point. Um, no, we love no, all no. our fans down under all under coming, yes. down under down under oh, the down under it's, under it's down the under, dark under. down under I the dark so, down that's under. the they best one the dark down under the DDU DDU <laughs> living in the dark down under <laughs> Carlos add something to this <laughs> insanity uh, Carlos please dark out slow kill people no now add right. something to the song add something to the continent oh Dang, sorry. Sorry. Um, I would like there to be a great oh, river. Ooh. I like a river. And so it shall be. Declared. Uh, I didn't say it. I declared it. <laughs> I declare yes. river. Declared river. Uh, I'd like there to be a river uh, that kind of flows from the mountain that kind of goes... Ooh. Not that way. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> the undoing. That's hilarious <laughs> that it the says undoing. it says undoing, <laughs> which is like the name of what happened to our place. That is uh Incarnate did a good job for us. Thanks, Incarnate. Did so. we get it from Incarnate? Or did we come up with that on our own? No, that, I think that's just was there. Just happy thing. coincidence. Yeah, just okay. happy coincidence. The so, yeah. Yeah, that is what I'd like. I like beautiful it. river amazing uh, there are lots of different uh maybe like it's not as many resources but because it is somewhat fresh frozen water there is like people who do live near and on this river and it is crossed to get to the uh town that is not named i don't think yet and uh the other half of the continent so how is it wing is this river how's it what now how fast flowing is it like you said it has it's good fresh water from the mountains is it like a rapids river is it a just kind of trickling uh, river is it fresh one? never frozen fresh never frozen no. this I'm river brought curious. to you by wendy's <laughs> i'm also curious because this river does exist in the tundra which would assumedly be very cold so now uh, wendy's and taco bell so would have, have to, to fight have to be traveling pretty fast and not influence this. Yeah, I would. Or think... it could be salt water. Uh, 
I would say that since the other half of other half, or it's harder to freeze. It has to be colder. Since the other half of the world is unknown, this is just a uh, no pun intended remnant of that other half, and the water flows easy enough, but it's not freezing. So it is unlike it's. It is unlike it's. Spend and this is just me 100% being a marine biology nerd, but also going to, um, Andy, you had the the big creepy like sea monster mm-hmm. constellation, right? Okay, so can I? Would it be okay to spend a point to say that in this river there are like the fantasy equivalent of Greenland sharks because Ew. they live in. Those are scary. No, they're not. They're cute. They live to be like 400 years old. You've old offended Renee. <laughs> I love sharks. They're my favorite animal. No. Um, no. They live, they live in like cold waters. They live specifically in cold waters mm. and they live to be like hundreds of years old. And so for like these reasons, they're kind of like revered. Can we call them connections to the... <laughs> They're called broomskas. Why are they called broomskas? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to weave. I'm not. Sorry. World weavers trying to weave. I do love the idea. Okay, okay, Carlos, do you even have points like a joke? I, I'm not using influence points. I just asked. I asked. No, we if... can absolutely call them broomskas, but I do like the idea of there being like specific to this river a species of animal that is like very long living that is associated to like one of the constellations. Can they and look revered like for whatever that those reason. sharks are, but have turtle shells? Yes. Yeah. Broomskis. First of all, I have a lot of influence points, so just just keep that in mind. Can we talk about oh, the do you? Have you been do. marking off the influence you've been spending, Mr. <laughs> I have, Carlos? Actually. I have. What would you like to know? I'll tell you anything you want. How much do you have? How much? Do you he have? and Andy rolled big, so. I I rolled. I had two coming um, in, and I rolled a five. So do the math ooh, on that one. That's seven. That's seven. okay. <laughs> Carlos so is good at math. I have more than you, sir. You have more than I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. How many? Do you I haven't have? spent any. Oh, I haven't spent any. Bang up on you. Wait, time out. How do you have more? The max you could have is seven. Me. Because he's yeah. already spent some. Because he oh, has spent okay. some. Okay. I thought you meant like from the base. I was Carlos, like, wait, no, now math been, doesn't make sense. Carlos has been the big spender this session. Uh, so real quick, pause DM. That was really funny, but DM moment here. I just want to be clear. There are sharks called Broomska sharks with turtle shells that live in the fresh, never frozen river. Correct? Yes. Yes. And when Renee he's... has spent one influence point to make this real to yes. make that happen are they aggressive no or are they chill oh, no they're so cute excellent they're so sweet they are they're chill. like nurse sharks in temperament like they're like very chill unless you like fuck with them and then they'll except like, the mating season some they're very say, chill like some say ah, that uh <laughs> some say that mallory valerie's close friend richard broomska is the first person to <laughs> <laughs> Discover on, the broomska sharks. I did hear that. Yes. I um, would like to spend an influence. Okay. Oh boy. 
because I liked what Renee said earlier. Okay. This is not a so fresh, never frozen river. This is an incredibly salty river. And for reasons that are unknown, mm-hmm. the rivers that the, the water that flows down from these mountains is has a high salt content. It is not safe to drink. Ooh. And, and in that fact, one makes very sense little why there's not a lot of settlements next to it. And a lot of places can't a lot of creatures can't live near or off of this water except for these very interesting sharks so which travel upstream to mate mm-hmm. but they don't, don't die is. they live long beautiful lives they live forever they're <laughs> they live forever okay. they're very salty <laughs> salty as fuck uh does anyone contest the salt going once and maxton expend your influence point the water is now salty. Uh, the creatures do not live forever, though. <laughs> I am not going to. They're <laughs> not immortal. That's a DM, it's a DM um, spot there. They yeah. live forever in my Wait. heart. They live forever in your heart. I will allow that. <laughs> um, okay. Then we are going to be... Uh, we have two more rounds to do here. Um, <laughs> uh, so first thing that I want to do... Are we doing on time? We got some time. First thing I want to do is um we'll do the valley last and then the tribe last. Um, I'm actually going to make an executive decision and we're going to save a little bit of uh some things about the towns and the governments of those towns. We're gonna save those for later just for the sake of time, and we're going to move on. Right now, I'd like to talk about your tribe and your tribe's rival. So, um, this is going. Did you have something? Somebody, Carlos, I think, was going to say something. Did anyone need to revise something? Oh, I was going to say I did. Uh, I did like naming that city that I put next to the Besmv, um, Catsbury Con. I did type it into the. The, I did, oh, yeah. It's in the I typed it into Roll20. Caspercon is yeah, I agree with Caspercon. I think that's a great name. Um okay. So what I need everyone to do so that you can start thinking about it is tell us one thing about and remember you can always fuck my prompts and do whatever you want, but I would like you to say one thing about your tribe and then say one thing about your tribe's number one rival. So this requires some backstory. Uh, this is going to be the Grand Clan Tournament of the Matt Hunter Valley. So inside of this uh, basin that we've created, the Matt Hunter Valley, so named, uh, every 40 or 50 years, uh, there is something that occurs called the changing. And during the changing... Everything inside this valley, believe it or not, changes. And this is a very rapid, rapid process. This occurs overnight. So the flora and the fauna change overnight. Uh, It is believed by some to have something to do with the heart of the Matt Hunter Valley, which is that crystalline spire that was described uh, early on. Um, so inside of this valley, we're bringing, we're starting our origin story, the day of the changing. 
and all the tribes from around the Mount Hunter Valley, from around Katsperkan, and from the woods and from the tundra even, basically everyone from this continent uh, that participates in this come together um, for the Grand Clan Tournament of the Mount Hunter Valley. And the point of the Grand Clan Tournament of the Mount Hunter Valley is to explore the valley and to see what creatures are there, what is uh, the terrain is like, to map it out, what resources can be used, what things need to be avoided, what can be um, good, bad, so on and so forth. And this can be anything in the valley. The valley can be a series of floating rainforest islands. It can be a savanna. It can be a desert. It could be a labyrinthian hedge mage hedge maze you know what i mean like it could be Mm -hmm. anything the changing is uh a curse so we'll need to be thinking of what it looks like in the valley what creatures are there and things like that and so the tribes get together into this moot and the moot explores the valley uh centered from the biological and ecological society of the mount hunter valley um and your tribe has lost this competition for 16 Grand Clan tournaments. That's a long time. This is like (laughs) an 800-year lost streak. For clarification, (laughs) um, just to kind of like make it clearer to our (laughs) listeners and to all of us, is the the changing something that's like is it timed out like do we know when it's gonna happen or do we just mm-hmm. wake up and like we went to bed and we were living in like sedona arizona and then we wake up and we're in like ecuador <laughs> um it is overnight and you do know when I... it's coming oh okay 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 it is Amazing. it has to do with the um lunar and solar cycles so this occurs every 50 years 40 to 50 years but you know when it's coming because it has to do similar to like our solar eclipses they're never exactly 50 years apart right right but we we can forecast when they're gonna happen and yes you do know so you okay you have traveled to the moot in preparation for the changing the changing has happened and your tribe has lost 16 moots in a row 800 year loss streak and your number one rival, I'm not going to say anything about them. I imagine they've won before, or perhaps you're in contest with them for resources normally. Oh, or... I'm sure they've won plenty of times. Oh, I'm so sure. We'll sure. see how that goes down. But I want to know <laughs> one thing about your tribe. And I want to know one thing about your number one rival. Um, or you can change the prompt as you so desire. Question I think quick. Carlos had a question. Yeah. 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 Did I share my screen still, or are we good with the map? Um, we will need you to prepare a new map of. of well, no, map. I think I think I'll do of the map of the valley, and we'll just do oh, theater oh. of the mind for this. So here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I already prepared. <gasps> Boy, Carlos, how did you know? Carlos, how did you know? I Carlos, how... wait, Carlos, how did you know? <laughs> Carlos is a divination wizard. Everybody be Heard cool. it here Everybody first, be cool. folks. Everybody be cool. 
That's so Carlos. Alright, keep talking. That's so Carlos. We're just keep singing your theme song. Never mind. How juicy are you? It could be zoomed in even more, Carlos. Like you could just create a new new map. Okay. I'll let I'll let Grant do it then because I don't want to mess up his flow. Oh, you're okay. Hey. Uh Ian D, tell me something about your tribe. And tell me something about your rival tribe. Absolutely. This can be anything. It can be. And before I forget, my town on the map going back is named Lie. E L Y. Just pronounced Lie for Carlos's sake. Um, okay. So for our clan, um, E L Y, um, I picture it as we are very much like hunter gatherer types. We. We eat with what's provided around us in the valley. Very much like somebody's going to go out, pick something off the ground, and just kind of eat it as a snack. Um, not not prepared foods, not shipped in, not a lot of export, import. Just very much live with what's given. Um, where our rival clan is very much the opposite. They like their imported foods. Um mm. They like the specialties. Mm. They like the naked roll mat, roll rat bear hunted <laughs> down guys. and made into a delicacy. Um, they're they're not. They're the type to kind of look down and scoff upon like eating things out of the tree. And it's all gonna be prepared. It's all gonna be made. It's all gonna be spiced and special and flavorful. Um, I salute in preparations. Yes. <laughs> Man, so they they do not support local. Like, why are they even they at this not. moot? Honestly, <laughs> like if they're when, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, can I can I use? I guess I guess I'll use an I'll use an influence point. Okay. Um, because I do want to modify just for my character, who is a chef. I totally agree with everything andy said except i do think that there is some value in our tribe of creating dishes from the local things that can involve a little bit more than just raw eating yeah but it's a very risky and very Mm -hmm. random one day you get one one moot you're getting chinese the next moot you're getting mexican like you have no idea what 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 it's going to be that is so true. It's, it's yeah. a little more experimental. Being a chef around the changing would be quite the uh, profession. That would be uh, super fun. Um, yeah. Frustrating, but so that, much fun. That sounds good. That's that's kind of what I was intending. It just didn't come across quite that way. Yeah, um, I, yeah we I don't think that cuisines. requires an expenditure. Okay. I, think I, it's... I thought it might, so but that, I wanted to make sure. So the idea is that the rival clan relies on like a more consistent, like they spend the extra bucks in order to... Because they can to bring in more consistent foodstuffs. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. They, okay. they eat What's some known... of the stuff around them, but they like right. a lot of other things shipped in. Right. To right, 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 right. Maxton, tell me something about your tribe and tell me something about the rival tribe. And the second one of you comes up with a name, let me know. Um. Yeah, I think our tribe is one of the fewer tribes that really stays around and within the valley during the entirety of the life cycle 
Mm. Whereas you said some tribes and some some research groups come from outside yeah. and come in just for this event and maybe for a little bit of time afterward. I think we're one of the tribes that like we are we're homegrown, baby. You know, we're we're here. We've we've our families have have been dealing with this for a hundred sixteen generations at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that the rival tribe has won the last three in a row. Three so in a, a row. One, yeah. Yeah. They're like a 150 win streak right now. And that real, that stings. That stings pretty good. What was the name of the rival town in Parks and Rec? Eagleton. Eagleton. Yeah. That's right. Sorry. It's just what popped into my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily, tell me something about your tribe, and your rival clan? Our tribe, I would say, has a very it-takes-a-village mentality of there are, like, you are born to your parents, obviously, but the kids all end up knowing each other. Like, it's just kind of a... Going over to little Timmy's house isn't that different from going to your own. It's just kind of everyone is welcome because they have a much more communal feel. Um, the rival clan, I would say, comes from <clears throat> going to, like, the the imported resources. They have a more, <clears throat> I don't know the word for it. I don't like the word developed. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, no, like... Is it like they're more cloistered within themselves or I'm trying to think of like if you're if this village very much take care of everybody. Is this more like everybody sort of their own little bubble or. Yes, where it's very much like even within. So our clan is very much our clan. That's a good way to phrase it of like very communal. I'm doing a 180. Ignore all of the developed and whatever comments. The rival clan has even rivalries within their clan where like this family within the clan mm. this family within the clan entire... yes yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes 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 it is very much all for one and one for all in our clan the rival clan is very much like family units that still work together and like they have friends within the family units mm-hmm. but they are very much family units mm-hmm. Competitive. You never go against the yeah. family. Slytherin. Exactly. I mean, uh, I am definitely not basing this at all on the Harry and Draco. Um, we don't uh, need to spread more Slytherin hate, okay? This little. This I'm not hating on Slytherins. I'm just going against rivalry. Here. There's just some similarities. Listen, I'm married to a Slytherin. It's fine. <laughs> Tell me something about your clan and your rival clan, Renee. So I think that within our clan, within the idea of solidarity against the other clans that are coming in for the tournament, there's a very local versus tourist mentality where Mm. it's like, we can swindle these goobers out of things. Mm. And that is very much where my character kind of falls into things. But um, so, yeah, there, there is a lot of kind of like, Sure, some may call it predatory. 
Someday. But uh, is it is it really predatory <laughs> if it's punching upwards? Huh? Is that the thing? So there is a lot of swindling of these like bougie clan members that are coming in for the tournament to kind of like oversell them on like souvenirs and kitschy things. You're saying we sell a lot of two moon Roomba shirts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Just two Roombas and one of these fucking sharks just howling at the two moons like in the background. My um, God. And the other the, the the flip side of that is that the the members of the other clan don't necessarily realize that they're getting swindled. They think it's like this cool, like ironic, like fashion statement that they're rolling back into their town and being like, huh, I got this shirt during the tournament. And they're like repping it without realizing that they overpaid for it by like 250%. So it's kind of like that very like wealthy entitled like separation from like realizing like they have enough money that they don't have to worry about it so they don't realize that they're getting swindled on things and gotcha. we all have a laugh at them at that expense got it dennis and flowers I have, a, I have a potential name that i would like to put forward okay the modisher clan is that yours I'm... or the rivals ours so it is I looked up harvester in German, and okay. that's how I, based on the spelling, I'm Modister? saying the Modisher clan. Modisher. That is not can at all have, how you say Modisher. Can one of our can one of our elders be Mama Modisher? Mama Modisher, yes. <laughs> Am I and spelling I like it correctly? So I had imagined it M A H D I C H E R or something like that. Got it. Modisher. Modisher. Just a suggestion. I might take out the C. Yeah, I like names based in, like, mm -hmm. taking mm -hmm. words in other languages and kind of twisting them. So not like Roombas and cans of. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. What? Okay, I did. Uh, I do not own a Roomba, Casper and my brain Khan. did not realize Roomba until <laughs> Maxton said it. Uh, okay. I love. I like that name. But my friend does, and we feed it Cheetos. <laughs> um, <laughs> so fucking random. Um, Maggie. <laughs> yes. Tell me something about uh Clan Modisher and the rival clan. So I've got an interesting perspective because not to go into too much detail, my character is originally from the rival clan. So mm -hmm. my opinions about the current clan she finds herself in and the rival one are a little different than everybody else's. But I think the easiest way or best way to maybe describe how I picture it would be the clan we're in currently is sort of like... I don't want to say like out in the country, but definitely like they have found ways to try to not affect the natural order of things as much as possible. So they don't maybe they maybe have not like hard and fast like cobblestone roads, but rather have sort of like 
allowed whatever paths are most often traversed to create sort of a pathing or a road system, but are never going to like dig it up to prepare like actual, mm -hmm. you know, cobblestone or asphalt or however it may be. Quite on the flip side, I think the rival clan is very much like a city, as much as mm -hmm. a city as we could get in. A lot of wealth, a lot of infrastructure um, that is, you know, I want to say like fancier, but maybe would be seen as, you know, fancier or unnecessary because it so kind of divorces the area from the natural order around it. Is Absolutely. it more like industrial kind of thing? Not um, like steam and metal, but... As close as you could get for, I guess, how we are in a certain way. I th I've, I, I've always thought of it as more like a lot more business going through than mm. necessarily like industry. Um, in an ideal world, the I know we took the map down, but the sort of like up but middle right little town that was sort of closest to our crater island... I thought that might be an interesting sort of like capital city or whatever. Um, mm. So that's kind of what how I imagine to be because they would be sort of, you know, the next stop down would be where the college is and the bigger city before you get to the actual little outpost that everybody meets up at. Got it. Um, yeah. yeah. So clan modishers uh, works kind of like with mother nature and mm -hmm. the rival clan to bend it to its will. Right. Those bastards. <laughs> I kind of like the... This is a little bit of a DM um, putting myself into this, but the... Uh, I kind of like the idea of them not cheating like against the rules cheating, but cheating like in the spirit of like living in this valley. I kind of like this idea that they kind of use magic to make their immediate surroundings not change. So like it changes like outside of this like magical bubble, but the rival mm -hmm. clan actually just has the same environment they've had for like 200 years now. They don't actually have to like, so they can just keep developing off of that basically. Yeah. They don't oh, have like to that. live in the yeah. changing. They just live like totally by that in the changing. Mm -hmm. Because I think then they would come at the changing and at this tournament from an um, almost a mindset of like, we're kind of a step above it because we don't have to be affected by it, but we certainly are interested and are going to come study it for our own benefit. And, you know, like, yeah, I, I, I like that. I dig that. That was my one influence point that I rolled. So I'm done. <laughs> nice. That that goes well too. Cause the, I think the, the tournament started from the need for the peoples living in the valley, about way back when, in the early prehistory of wherever the hell, the, the the tournament started because the changing would happen, and all the people living there would be like, "Well, where's the water now? Where's the fresh right. water?" And like so they would all get resources. together, yeah. not even yeah. fighting. Actually, it originally okay. was like, "Let's get together and find the water, so we can all live. We don't have to be friends after that, but at least we'll do this." collaborative we'll thing mm -hmm. yeah. we'll find the water and then we can all go back to hating each other yeah <laughs> as as a clarification point on the the clan tournament is like it's a research thing it's not a i found this first so my tribe yes. gets it it's right correct. i found it here it is for everyone we win 
or we here are changes first. that we have yeah. you know this used to be okay. a water source but now there's a new bacteria that we found in it and probably we yeah. shouldn't be using this water source is how mm-hmm. i interpreted it yeah like different okay. those little nitty-gritty details yeah that yep. would make or break the the competition really it's a it's a competition but it is still with a co-op base mm-hmm. okay yeah the competition came from the need to cooperate in order to survive, in order to find what was needed to survive after all of your home changed. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of continued on as, you know, the spirit of the competition has continued on as like, yay, we're all gathering and sharing things together. Mm-hmm. Except for these mm-hmm. jerk faces. These jerks. Except for the winners. <laughs> Except for the winners. Carlos, tell me something mm-hmm. about uh, Clan Madisher and... The rival clan. And someone give me a goddamn name for the rival clan. Udraki. Whoa. Udraki. Where was that from? I made it up. Her brain. It kind of, <laughs> Her brain. Okay. It kind of sounds okay. like my person's last name, and I like to think that they're like a really wealthy family. Oh, like family, an established family things. in yeah, the clan? Like, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. You're like a trust fund kid. 100%. <laughs> okay, Carlos, tell me something about Clan Madisher and Clan Udraki. Uh, can Clan Madisher all be vegetarians? Sure. There. That's what sure. I'd like. And then uh, <laughs> I, I don't know about the other clan. Um... Strictly carnivore. Oh, me. <laughs> Only. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just Only an entire me. clan of like that liver, liver king kings? motherfucker. Liver, yes. It's just an entire <laughs> clan of liver king. Why did we both yeah. reference liver king? I hate that he's that <laughs> the collective conscience. It's not he's, natural, so he's the worst. So good. Um, I think the uh, I think the other clan maybe might not be super spiritual. Maybe they they don't necessarily they kind of tie into that magic use uh and they rely more on themselves and they kind of are more maybe agnostic versus the world versus the other clans potentially okay got it everyone cool with the vegetarianism yeah yeah can i make a i'm gonna spend a a influence point on just a clarification of well, it's not even a clarification. A question: Are they vegetarian by choice, or vegetarian by necessity, or choice? All choice. Great. Yeah. Then never it mind. It does I don't make need sense. I mean, it does make sense because, like, trying to raise livestock in a constantly yeah. changing True. biome True. is nightmarish right but you can always like forage like fruits and stuff like that i mean maybe and, for like... you guys we have our magical <laughs> herding bubble pens herding where we grow chickens pens. for <laughs> the size of romnas okay. i love that that's a size comparison now <laughs> yeah there's about room. two romnas it's about three romnas long um, It'll be so big. Americans will do anything really to avoid using the metric system. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then, oh Carlos, are you ready? Well, I'm going to do the valley map, actually. So just because I, I have to, like, make it encounterable and things like that and fun. <laughs> you have to actually design a some sort of adventure or campaign that happens here? I don't Something understand. like that. Who knows? Um, Who knows? So... What I'm going to be asking you next 
is to begin to craft this valley. I will try to lead you along with prompts. Feel free to ignore my prompts. Um, and we'll go through. And I imagine um, we'll go until we have what seems like a pretty uh, good world here. So what I want to do is the way that I want to play this is I'd like to introduce our characters. Um, and then I would like to basically wake up the next morning, come out of your traveling cart or your traveling tent or however you've gathered here together. And then we will look out into the valley. So we arrive at the small town that surrounds the biological and ecological society of the man Matt Hunter Valley or the Grand Clan Tournament of the Matt Hunter Valley, which you have to say loudly at all times and do jazz hands. Um, <laughs> and I imagine this place is relatively well, like people live here. It is a gathering place. Like it is a place where people have traveled to and from so long. Some people have just stayed and there is a beautiful, large stone temple here that uh, kind of commemorates the past changings and people make murals and they make statues of different creatures that have lived here during different changings and different landscapes Ooh. and landmarks and things like that. And the artists kind of gather here and depict. And so the previous um, mural is revealed the night before and you see these, these crazy white water rapids and there's dinosaurs and there is just this jungled um place and they've revealed this big mural with some carvings of some of the different types of dinosaurs uh and you uh spend the night as you will i i was gonna role play just the like night the before. dinosaurs the dinosaurs <laughs> went the way of the dinosaurs the dinosaurs <laughs> went the way of the dinosaurs yeah except for Aww. except for a few i imagine that there are some that have been taken out of the valley, which is something that maybe some of the clans didn't like, but some of them have been removed from the valley and have been preserved. So there are like Ooh. some small dinosaurs. We have a Jurassic Park situation, potentially, is what you're saying. Some He's people were against it. <laughs> some people <laughs> think it's like played on kazoo in the background. Some people think that the magic of the valley should stay in the valley. But recently people have made efforts to preserve some of this through the biological and ecological society of the Matt Hunter Valley. Wow. Um, <laughs> so uh, what I'd like to do is as you kind of come uh, out from your cart or your tent, I don't know if you, how you traveled exactly. I'd like to introduce our characters. Um, and the first one up uh, that is going to come out and all of the other clans are kind of, awakening to as the sun rises over this changing uh andy introduce your character what is this uh character's name and what do they look like uh absolutely uh so uh, my character's name is nuna and uh nuna keenheart and she is a huge uh minotaur uh with two sets of horns um don't know if she was born that way or accidentally like got affected by the area. We don't know. Uh, she's got uh, she's mostly white with black spots um, and a big long tail. She wears very bright colors because she thinks they're cool. So she's got this big pink jacket and these big goggles, and she just loves rocks and flowers and all of the local flora, really. Uh, and she's currently just like sleeping on the grass, just 
just ran on the ground. There's no Ted's. There's probably next to a cart. <laughs> Not hers, though. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Maxton. Um, yeah, so you see kind of stumbling out of a um, a kind of ramshackle tent that is connected to a larger like um kind of pavilion tent almost it's not it's not massive but it's it's larger you see a um a uh kind of late 30s early 40s bugbear he has um kind of dark brown fur and golden eyes and kind of like a black black tufts of hair and beard um uh, uh on his fur and he uh stumbles out um sort of half dressed and he's just uh, Nicola, Nicola, hold on. I've got to, I've cracked the last of the, the T-Rex eggs. We've got to, got to get the grill going. These, these suckers are going to want plenty of breakfast. And I know these, you know, these are the last T-Rex eggs they're going to be having in a while. So, but we got to, got to get to, where's the firewood? Oh, shoot. Oh, geez. And he just kind of starts stumbling around uh, into this pavilion which is a tavern, a traveling tavern. Ooh, excellent. Tavern. A traveling tavern. I adore that. Um, Emily. As It's perfect that he's stumbling into the tavern because as <laughs> Gordo oh, stumbles wait. into the I'm sorry, tavern. I said Nicola. Yeah, I actually oh, should have said... Anurin. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Anurin. You see... Anurin Khan, who is a an orc, um, so she's got dark green skin, but she is made up. She looks to be a early twenties, as human standards would go by, um, but she is made up like take your college waitress, who's really just trying to look good to get those tips. She's got a high ponytail, jet black hair. Um, and she is working all that she has, and she has a lot. She's got the curves, she's got the chest. And on her shoulder is a giant long-eared owl. Mm. And so as uh, Gordo comes stumbling in, yeah, yeah, I know I heard you cracking the eggs and I have been up for 10 minutes. So let's do this, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think, wait, I think I could mix some of those. Uh, can I have some more of the, the, the owl feathers? Because I really <sighs> think they add a nice umami to the dish. I really think it's going to be go over well this move. Didn't enough um, people the mud, last time? I, I tried to give I tried to give Nicola some of I added some like dirt and some like crushed up rocks and they didn't like that at all. So I really think that the feathers might add what I'm looking for, you know. Yeah, you're gonna have to take that up with Lauren himself. Um and you see the giant owl just like looks dead at you and flies away. <laughs> oh, just like come up on. to the rafters uh, of the tent. Alright. So she well, is Anurin is rocks it is. Anurin is tying on like a serving waitress setup. She is the tavern waitress. Trying to make damn money. Excellent. Uh Renee. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a gauche fucking um let me look up the name of it really quickly. Uh uh gosh darn it, get out of here. Stay signed out, get away. Vardo. Uh, that is parked outside and uh, just just ornately designed. And you see the door swing open. It's a little bit later in the morning. And this very well-dressed, 
tiefling. Uh, long black horns that kind of curve back and around her skull. Uh, long white hair kind of tied back into a uh, a ponytail. Dressed immaculately. Like beautiful clothing. Uh, long flowing dramatic cape. Ornate rapier at her side. Very hungover. <laughs> Comes kind of stumbling out and walks into the tavern area. And... Uh, surveys the scene and sees that there's not a whole lot of people there and kind of stumbles up to the bar and is like stretching and just kind of motions to um to Emily's character who is Anu who definitely knows Nicola as she walks in and just kind of knows exactly what her order is and without Nicola having to say (laughs) anything like goes and starts getting her 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 food and her most important breakfast drink which as is soon as Nicholas an said, Irish coffee. Down. Thank you very much. Yep. She just, without even looking, Anu just slides it over to you as she's like prepping the bar area. She already has it ready for you. <laughs> Inhales deeply, takes a deep sip, and just kind of. Excellent. Thank you so much. Where is. Oh, Nicola. Uh... Thank goodness. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh... Is, so the rocks yesterday, I know you said you didn't really, like, was it the crunch or, like, the taste? I'm just <laughs> trying to figure out. I could, I mean, I don't know, geez. Oh, wait, I, I think I listen, might have some Gordo, honey, I appreciate you so much. I will finish this coffee, and then I will give you my food critiques. All right, I'm putting Is the rocks okay? in then. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's that's all right. Okay, yeah, that's that's fine. And as he says this, she kind of like motions to to uh, to Aro to give her Anu rather to give her another drink. Yep, and Anu is just shaking her head. Just, yeah, just 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 let him do his thing. Yep. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. Excellent, um, Maggie. Looks like things are getting started for the morning. Yeah. So. Outside of what probably is one of the more ornate tents in the area, you see this young, maybe early 20-something hobgoblin. Very attractive for a hobgoblin, too. She has gorgeous sort of bronzy red hair, um, sort of a goldish effect to her skin, bright blue eyes, sort of stumbling out, yelling behind her uh, to what, you know, anyone would presume to be her mom. No, listen, you said I had an hour before I had to do anything with these people. I'm going to go find my friends. When else are they ever going to be in this this town you've brought me to? And she starts, you know, down her little path toward the tavern, hoping to to run into some of her old comrades from from her former former group that she is in. Excellent. And Carlos. Uh, Making his way out of a smaller tent, uh, you would find uh, a little uh, orange kobold comes out of the tent, looking quite confused, kind of surveys around, looks at his hands. He has white little horns that kind of protrude from his hair. He's wearing uh, deep red and blue robes that kind of are completed with chain mail. But the chain mail is pretty much just like intricate, like 
rocks kind of melded together not like chain mail it's it's just like handcrafted it's like diy uh chain mail uh he has a shield and uh, he has a mace at his side and he would slowly walk into the tavern and he would just look at uh oh goodness uh no goodness what is the character's name a new run a new run a new rod yeah Anu. he'll just go to Anu and say um hello <clears throat> morning delbo uh, delbo mm, i see um yes i am delbo and delbo is my name may i have a drink of yeah. some sort what kind of drink for you delbo Whatever drinks I would like to f- drink. Please. Sure. Yeah. She's just going to pull out like a morning ale and just be like, and just make eyes at Nicola. Like, <laughs> I don't I'm going to insight check to see. No, we're not rolling <laughs> dice. No, hey. I want to steal from him. We can steal from him next week. We need to figure out this valley, though. Um, so uh, we will pick up um, next week in at this scene, and you can pickpocket the shit out of him. Um, <laughs> the uh, valley, though. So this has changed. The valley, though. Overnight. The valley, though. Um, so we're going to start working through that. Uh Andy. And this is post change. This, this is, is post change. This valley. is the okay. morning we of. Woke up and here we are. Great. We have woke up and everything in the valley has changed. Um, you can see kind of bits of it over these uh, ledges that this uh, society and the surrounding city is built on. Um, Andy, what would you say is the first thing someone would notice when they look into the valley? Um, I think the first thing somebody would notice and the first thing to wake up Nuna is there's horrible thunderstorms, but not covering the whole valley. The valley now has some weird dichotomy where the two halves have completely different weather systems. So one half of the valley right now is these torrential, very dangerous thunderstorms where the other side is very hot and dry. Um, and it's this very weird, just like almost perfect split down the middle that the two different sides are completely different. And it looks very odd. Mm. One would absolutely notice that. Is the closest side, is it split down the middle? Like, um, you could take a right and go to Rainland and take a left and go to um, Desert Land? Yeah, or is it like, like the far side? Is hot dog or hamburger? Yeah. yeah, it's like one of those, <laughs> if you've ever driven down the highway and like you're hitting the edge of a storm and like half of the highway is dry and the other half is wet. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you're just looking basically down the line from where we are. So imagine I haven't had that situation. Is it a hot dog or a hamburger? Hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. Okay. You can go right or left and you'll be in two different right left, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. biomes. 
Is there anything in the middle, or is it literally just that break in the weather? I Mustard. think I think it's pretty. <laughs> there's not much, but like where they meet, some weird shit can happen. Okay. So it's it's not a big difference, but you can get some weird winds there depending uh, on what the two. Obviously, mustard are. and ketchup in the middle, no yeah. matter uh, where <laughs> you are. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of relish. Relish. Hey, a little bit of relish. Pickles down the middle. Oh, I'm from Chicago. Oh, Listen, you gotta you gotta put a lot in there. You know. I'm not a I'm not a monster. Move on. <laughs> move on. <laughs> There is, uh, ladies and gentlefolk, our first food opinion from Carlos on World Weavers. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, doesn't know how to eat his hot dogs. Maxton, tell me. <laughs> um, uh, tell me on. I didn't know we we're doing two valleys. Thanks, Andy. Uh, tell me on <laughs> one valley, two weathers. One valley, two weathers. I don't think. I don't think the the like the land systems are just now. Like I don't think okay. it's like tundra desert. I just think that. The weather isn't the same on both. One side could be raining, one side could be sunny, one mm. side could be cold, one side could be warm. Um, there might can be slight I ask changes, a clarification like question? Does that kind of like do they stay split along those lines, or is there ever kind of like any kind of like morphing and kind of like blurring of the lines? I feel like, like do the weather systems ever encroach upon the other? Area. I think I don't I don't think so, but I feel okay. like at times they could be the same. I think it's just okay. random. So like Tight. there could be times okay. where they're both raining, but they could. Be that different. was my question. So it's not always raining on that side. It's just currently raining, yep. storming on mm. that side, and that's just showing us that they're okay. I think okay. there's just a distinction yeah. between the two weather patterns. I okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. 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 It's not I that imagine... there's two different biomes. It's just that they two have two different like yep. weather systems mm-hmm. that exist independently of each other okay 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 magically weird only in this valley would that ever happen imagine you look down the center Mm -hmm. of the valley and you see the heart and it's like the heart touches kind of the edge of the one of the storms really like that is that consistent with how it had been prior to this morning? Had it have we always had maybe differing weathering systems or this is the new thing this is new this is a new thing yeah, it Got was it. not split before, um, in that way at least. Can I? Oh, maybe this would be an influence spend from me. I know it's my turn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweak that a little bit, Andy, if that's okay, actually, because what if it's this? There is a storm, a heavy, heavy storm front that is moving around the valley Ooh. in sort of a slow clockwise it's it's it is split in the sense that there are differences but it is a storm that moves continuously hmm. i'm just in my brain i'm seeing it like a lava brain. lamp almost where it kind of just like you lost what? me on that one, Ray. <laughs> 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 no, like the, 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 the amorphous system, nature of yeah, it like how it how along, it moves around. Yeah, like yeah, within this you. confined space. I guess I guess the easier way to say it is this split is actually like rotating. The split is, right, is so turning. It's, like a... it's not a direct one always one side, always always left, always right. The the line that is cutting them is actually ro- spinning around this mm-hmm. heart. So take a pokeball. Put it with the the button up. That button is the spire or the spire at the center, and that line yes. like rotates. I, yes. You're rotating it around. Yes, that's a crazy rotating way to think about it. But yes, I get it now. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. 
require influence from you since it is your turn, and that just seems like a modification of what we already have, unless Andy disagrees, in which case we can... So it's decide. one side is always storming? The storm, the storm rotates around the right. valley. Right, but it's always, one, always a, I a thought, storm. I thought maybe storming. yeah, on one of these lines, there's always a storm that kind of sweeps around, and then the, the other half circle. just does its own thing. Yeah. Okay. So basically, you guys are imagine it's a circle. You're on a clock, and there's a storm front that's going to be coming over you at a get any given time. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. Over and over again. Um, okay. Uh, Emily, tell me how dense is the foliage? Um, it's actually trees? really patchy. Patchy. There, it is a strange combination of... It is rainforest-esque, but then there are like... It's a reverse desert where there's rainforest and then there's like a patch of desert where you know how deserts have little patches of oasis. Ooh. This is like generally rainforest, thick jungle that has just like reverse uh, oasis. Yeah. Yeah. A reverse of just like patchy sand bits or things like that. Hmm. I like that. That's fun. I love that. Anything unique about the like pools of sand or the areas of sand or is that to be seen they don't get wet as the storm rotates like that's weird. it stays with it uh yeah except for like these reverse oasises like okay. it's as if there's a dome or something around it that the water just like the, says the, no <laughs> oh okay, like okay. clouds just sort of part around those spaces yeah kind of pretty thing. much okay. yeah interesting it just like those patches do not get a lick of liquid. Like everything else is dense rainforest, and those are just like barren, dry rock, sand, whatever yeah. else. Uh, great. Um, Maggie, talk to me about the no Renee. Actually, talk to me about the uh, terrain. Is it jagged? Is it hilly? Are there rivers cutting through it? Is there, uh, is it flat? Uh, tell me about the terrain. I think that there is, given the nature of, because from what I'm remembering about the, uh, the, the, the map, I think that there is a river that begins to flow, like, out of, like, the very back end of the basin, where all of the water kind of, like, siphons down from running off of the mountains and stuff like that and then kind of flows outwards to the coast from there um the area surrounding the river itself is relatively flat um and then gently kind of like dissolves into these rolling hills that then kind of like hit jagged terrain as they like get closer to the base of the mountain and kind of like start to ascend up um Point of order, does the terrain stay the same? No. Okay. So, yeah, that's what we're working with for this cycle. So, okay. So, there's so one. Saying there's, oh, yeah. There's one river. Yeah. How I, does well, it... I think, I think it would be like there's like a, a, a kind of like reverse delta 
So, like, you know how, like, when rivers flow out to meet the ocean, they kind of, like, end up dissolving out into different tendrils that, like, flow out into the ocean. I think in this instance, you have, like, this kind of, like, delta that stems from runoff from the rivers, different, like, river mouths that come out of the mountains, um, or runoff from the mountains, rather. Sorry, not runoff from Is the there rivers. A... That sounds silly. Do they flow into, like, a lake? in this like near somewhere near yeah the i think that the there would be like a larger kind of like gathering area and then from there there's like kind of like a massive pool that then kind of like extends into a river that flows out to the ocean okay. and there are so many sharks in it it's just full of sharks yes. just filled <laughs> with sharks we did the whole okay. no, i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> no this is red dark this is great <laughs> Fun um, fact, no, you didn't I'm... know about Emily. I don't like sharks. Oh, no. I love sharks. No. Like, you can talk you about them all start, you want. You better start liking oh, them because they're really <laughs> You best start believing in sharks, Mrs. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> You're next to one and it wants to buy you an ice cream. Uh, shark, um, <laughs> shark monsters are put No, in. I'm kidding about the shark monsters. But I, I do like the idea so, of kind of like a larger, like kind of lake-esque yeah. body of water that then has an exit canal that leads out to the ocean so uh, just for my my sake so you're you're saying yes in in the valley there's a lake that a whole bunch of small streams mm-hmm. flow f- into from the mountains mm-hmm. and then from that lake the water flows out a sort of more major river or minor river that then flows all the way out of the valley assumedly through kind of past an area that this settlement is built in and then flows to the ocean. I think so. Okay. Cool. Right? Does that yeah. sound okay? Makes sense. Okay. okay. Great. This is way more normal than I thought it was going to be so far. Now we got turned it up a notch. You got that much rain. You're going to have more. The water's got to go somewhere. Water's got to yeah. go somewhere. Um, Maggie uh tell me something about the fauna in this valley some of the new life that has sprung to be uh-huh. yeah um as the rain area specifically finds its little path and we start to notice that it's again traveling on its little access um the areas where there are more rain and more jungly and whatnot abnormal amounts of frogs so many frogs it's like like we've never seen this many frogs anywhere before and they mm. seem to travel with the rain specifically like if it oh was in one area for it's like a, a while like a roaming plague a roaming <laughs> frog plague a little bit and so like at first you know you wake up in the morning and the people who happen to be in the rainy area are like oh there's a lot of frogs that's going to be a new thing and then as that rain pushes off it's like there's still frogs around because there were just so many of them and they're, you know, going to be opportunists. But they'd also notice that they kind of are following this rain. Inexplicably mm. so. But yeah, that's that's yeah. the big thing that, that we do. Yeah. That also <laughs> means that there's a, sh- a shit ton of bugs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Man. This is just making me want to rewatch Prince <laughs> oh, of Egypt so God. bad. <laughs> are these frogs of a normal size? Are they itty bitty? Are they giant? I think are like, they a whole range? I think a range, but definitely of that like that like tree frog variety, the kind that would be in sort of wet areas. They're gonna look slimy. Some might be poisonous, some might not be, but 
that's just because of the vast number of them there's going to be poison dart frog rain to be clear so it is cute. not raining frogs it is just that the yeah. frogs seem to be Migrant. By the Hallelujah, yeah. it's a rain <laughs> of frogs you, you open your uh, mouth to let some of the rain fall on your tongue and you realize oh. it's tadpoles Oh. Oh. <laughs> tadpole yeah, I will use an influence point to ensure that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I will counter that and take, use an influence point to ensure that all my influence does points. Happen. No. no tadpole rain. Thank you. No tadpole um, rain. Tadpole rain. There goes vegetarianism. Tadpole rain. Are we all eating? Does it matter if it's accidental or if it's a naturally occurring part of nature? Carlos. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. Um, so tell me, let's do some more wildlife, I think, unless you have something you'd like to add to it specifically. I'd like to know, we know bugs, oh. we know frogs. I wanted to add some, an animal. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so I want there to be only specific to this valley, mm -hmm. monkeys. And I want these monkeys to be like lemur size. And I want them to be like adaptable to their environment. So if it's super rainy and super wet, they can like grow gills or slimy skin. If it's like super hot, they like lose all their fur and become like naked, like Siamese monkey cat things. Oh, naked. <laughs> You're introducing the most cursed sequel to Planet of the Apes that I've ever heard in my entire life. But I also, I want them to be like rainbow colored. I want them to be rainbow colored, like adaptable to their environment. Monkeys that are like the size of lemurs. Wait, is there still rainbow colored? Are they like chameleon monkeys? Yeah, That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Everything about them is rainbow. Like they just have rainbow-esque. So the most nightmare Lisa Frank binder that ever got made. I'm buying three. I love it. I want six of them, one for every class. Yeah. Are they aggressive or are they kind of chill? Oh, they're so chill. They're just like, they just love everything. They will like, do tricks for food. They uh, some of them might get wild, a little bit aggro, you know, with the environment, maybe, and the, maybe they become vicious. Uh, sometimes they can get really big, like gorilla size, depending on amount of food. Like if there are like, an abundance of, <laughs> if there's an abundance of food, they get really big. If there's scarce a food, big rainbow gorilla just charging at you through the rainforest Shut with a. Bunch of frogs through the frogs, yeah. But I want, I want them to have like floppy ears, like a beagle, and just like you just keep adding shit. This is the longest. Stop this man! He's lost it. He's trying to drain influence so that he can do something crazy. Somebody in the chat is just vigorously drawing right now. Somebody did point out in chat that we were using influence points like counter spells. Just no, I cast influence. No. After your influence. I influence your influence. <laughs> this is not me trying to draw influence points. This is just me wants to read like these no. rainbow. No, I, I love it. This. I love it. I like their ears. That's yeah. so cute. A good detail. Can we? Can, can we just for 
for this okay so wait for the sake of my sanity right now so i love these monkeys uh-huh are they currently getting to gorilla size or is that just like oh you don't get to know that hundreds of years no there's yeah he we said, don't know that he said very know. clearly they can and if you say they can <laughs> that means it's up to yours well, truly. he is established yeah. he is okay so let me ask so That's previously they have been gorilla sized it, it possibly seems, it seems no, that at no one point we have lived here in the previous generation the previous he is establishing world weaving the previous generations of these these rainbow monkeys rumor, need to know. rumor state rumor yes. has it that yes okay. on the wall the mural next to the dinosaurs <laughs> there's the giant fucking gorilla yes we almost must remember that during the last changing that happened a child did fall into the massive lemur gorilla i know what they're called they're called mimus mimus Nemo's. He yeah. saved, but he cradled the Nemo. Just cradled the boy and waited until yeah. the oh, clans dang. came and rescued. Yeah, rip. So nice. the- Harambe the oh, Nemo. Yeah, <laughs> Harambe oh, the Nemo saved. Remember the Nemo guys. There's a statue of him in the middle. Of the I have a question. <laughs> Is the real just in the middle of the town? There's just this giant uh, I think Emily. I think Emily's going to save us from this line of questioning. Or do you have a question no. about the no. rainbow gorillas? I don't have a question about the rainbow gorillas. I have a question. Yes. Are we doing another round of weaving? Yes. Or I'm gonna can do, I spend, Okay. I'm going to do a lightning round. Where I would like you guys to add one more thing now that you've kind of heard yes. what it's like and now that you have a little bit more Great. inspiration. Um, Great. But <laughs> we're going to go back to Andy. Andy, would you like to add anything else to the valley? Yes. Since there were dinosaurs before, there's these big, huge, like dinosaur bird creatures with teeth that are terrifying. That it's eat the monkeys head. and the frogs. Yes. Like, they are the carnivore of this. They are they very dangerous. The they eat the mimus. No, the I love the mimus. You think those big mimus no. could fight them? And they are they are yeah. big. Yeah. Like we're talking small airplane big. Mm. Oh, it's like a like a. Do they fly? They are fly. they like a rock? Okay. Yeah. You're just kind giving like Grant things to kill us with. Just I'm, I'm, I'm putting something in there to kill all the terrifying creations that we've made. That's cool. I would also like to add a well, creature. I don't know. It's not really a creature. It's more of a theme. So the storm that's continuously going around, there are there is something sinister in the storm as it passes through, and it's best to not be out and about while the storm passes there are some sort of perhaps they're undead perhaps they are more primordial but there is some sort of misty kind of like a um like a vampiric mist sort of creature feels very death stranding and i'm so here for it smoke i didn't play i didn't play it It also norman reedus is also there he also travels through (laughs) On a motorcycle. <laughs> That's what I want to add into this world curious, is just baby. that Mads Mickelson is there in Canada. Mads um, <laughs> listen, yes. we've got that the storm, it's not good to be caught out in this storm. Now, I would yeah. remind you, your um, player characters would not know some of these things, right? Yes. 
Yeah, so because this has just started happening. This is brand new. We do know new. the Rainbow Gorillas, though. The meme oh, yeah. cool with the meme. Right. Memos have been around. I imagine... And the dinosaur birds are, like, they seem that they have to be a constant, right? I I think that the uh, big dinosaur birds, you're not sure if they're going to be there again or not. I think it'd be like, a, hey, what do you think the Rainbow Gorilla is going to be like this year? And they'd be like, hey, you think those big bird <laughs> Oh, God, I um, hope those asshole me. birds are gone. You know, the, exactly. meme, the memos? The memos? The memos? Um, are they... Wait. The asshole birds have just gotten bigger every single changing. They were little and every single changing they get bigger. Danny and chat just said I can't wait for the inevitable TPK by Norman Reedus. (laughs) It's gonna be uh Nemu Reedus, the Norman Reedus (laughs) Rainbow Gorilla. Oh no, it's gonna be so cute. The leader of the uh is it Nemu with an N as in Nancy or is it Mimu? I think it's Mimu as in Nancy. M is in Mancy. Okay. Emily, what else would you like to add to this? Yeah, it's your turn. The trees are semi sentient. Jesus. Oh, no. They're curious. So, like, the vines will reach out and, like, but not aggressively. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. Listen, these oh, are Toofy's revenge. Toofy's revenge. <laughs> she is the trees. Oh my god! The revenant could been a uh, could have been a undead Mimu oh. for all we know. Oh That's true. <laughs> it kind of looks like a gorilla. So just... Every, everything in my face hurts. <laughs> I will clarify. The trees are not sentient, but there are vines that grow throughout and on the trees, and they are a creature in and of themselves that are like very just curious about life. They'll just like reach out and kind of like boop you. The uncomfortable like, they vines. Don't, like, is what you're saying. Yeah, oh god, exactly. we really hope the we really That's thought it. the uncomfortable vines wouldn't make it through this cycle, but is unfortunately. It, uh, <laughs> is it like t- is it like tasteful boops or are they going for like oh, butt grabs no. and stuff? They're entirely un- like they don't understand. They're okay. it all comes back to like, how juicy is every character. We need to know. The they socially really like, awkward. This is why ones we have to make juicy rest. checks. We do. You know how likely you are to assault from bush. Exactly. You know how babies just have to touch everything, and they like they huh? love putting their fingers in your mouth. Like yep. that's a thing for them. That's I the vines. The vines are babies. Several. How many influence points do I have to use? Every. To strange. <laughs> never have a vine touch my mouth. Do not touch me in a campaign. I love this. I love this. Oh, Renee's thinking everything right now. I will spend an influence to make these isolated to certain areas and not just widespread throughout the valley. No, I want them to be in the tent. I want them to be trying to get in the tent. No, no, grove. No, no, grove. The no, no, grove is amazing. No, grove that we do not go to. Because I will spend an all watched except for one, except for one weird guy in the tribe. He always goes there. <laughs> I love Okay, order, 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 order in this fucking place. Um, there has been an influence spent to create a no-no grove. Emily, would you like to counter? 
I would. I want them to be not like they are not the frogs. They are not widespread <laughs> rampant. They're okay. just kind of randomly throughout. You never know when okay. you're gonna get okay. good. But they're I'll not like. I'll retract my. I'll retract my influence spend then if that's how it's gonna be. Okay. We don't need a no no oh grow. Okay. Um, I'm as long going... as it's just not like every single time I'm walking through this. No. Forest. Why has this episode been so saucy? <laughs> Listen, okay. I tried to make innocent baby curious vines, and y'all yeah. nasties. And that's because in. you. I'm sorry. Who asked the original question? So the you audience did. doesn't you know did. this. You had to clarify early on. Whole thick chat. All right. <laughs> Dope it like. Like lit this candle by asking <laughs> how well endowed is your character, and we've just been trashed <laughs> from no. that point. Okay, that all right. So order. So order. um, I do. I really feel like we need to somebody put no no grove in their pocket and maybe come back to that at some point because that was funny. Um, Should I spend influence on the no no grove? I can if people are. Just uh, another I, continent. There's uh, just a no-no grove. I think yeah. we've, I, I think we've taken, no-no uh, we've taken. Yeah, Caitlin our... Woods is the no-no grove now. We're moving oh ahead. no! Hand <laughs> off the piece. So, um, I, I, I'm gonna have to re-listen to who described their character as voluptuous. Now that we have a handsy vine, also, I know there were a couple people this that time. Was, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't put those two together. But here we are. We have, we I have don't believe you. Several I, characters this... that are self-described thicker than a snicker. True. Like we've <laughs> got problems. I feel I like I'm of them. I feel like to Emily save... planned this really early <laughs> to on. Save to save Emily's what? reputation. Emily, I, you do are talking about like it's the way that vines in real life. If you put uh, your finger under a vine. They'll start to curve. Most vines will yeah. start to curve around your finger. You've got a whole These ones have a little die. bit more per situation going on. Personal, okay. yeah, control. Yeah. Um, no bonsai hentai. The so Renee, little plant babies. Uh, the uh, the the, the mm-hmm. mural artist will decide how these are remembered. Um, <laughs> Renee, mm-hmm. what, would you like to add anything to the valley? I'm going to keep going with creepy plant things okay. to carry over from last episode series. <laughs> uh, thank you, Emily. But I like the idea at some point in the the forest that surrounds, that is, is in the basin, um, there is a grove where, and this is not something that I don't think any of the characters would know. It's just something that's going to be in the environment for maybe we discover, maybe we don't. Um, but at some point in the woods, there is a grove where there are mushrooms that grow mm-hmm. on uh, trees. And if you eat the mushrooms, they put you into an almost like dreamlike catatonic state. And the trees that they are attached to are actually symbiotic, um, predatory, uh, carnivorous entities that will like begin enveloping you into them because that's fun we eat the plants the plants eat us it's the circle of life i like the idea of a symbiotic Um, relationship between the trees and the mushrooms too because that is beneficial for mm -hmm. both parties that is very much like a um wolf in sheep's clothing yeah for a throwback for a throwback monster Mm -hmm. look it up chat if you haven't seen a wolf in sheep's clothing D monster it's fucking (laughs) terrifying it's weird (laughs) okay i like that 
Um, Mimics that look like hot women. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and they are symbiotic with the no-no grove. And no-no they are grows. mushrooms and <laughs> they no-no live no-no in the grow. no-no grove. Okay. Um, I do. I oh like, I like, I like the idea of there being lots of different mushrooms in this valley. I think that's where my brain has been going. Um, Maggie, would you like to add anything to the Matt Hunter Valley? I would. So I'm going to come back a little bit to the little reverse oasises that we have mm-hmm. throughout where it's like the little sand areas. Um, not all of them, but some of them people have observed throughout the day seem to have a couple of birds just circling over them. And it's not necessarily a bird that anybody recognizes. So it seems to be brand new to the area. And they seem to be honing in specifically on just a couple of these reverse oasis sandy patches. I like that. What do they look like? Yeah. I like, like the any... I like the duality we've got going in all of these, right? Like we've got the um we've got the storm and we've got the patches in the jungle and we've got mm-hmm. the mushrooms and the trees and I, I don't know. I like this is all this is good stuff. I like it. I think as far as the look, big, large, not maybe as big as the like dinosaur flying dinosaur creatures that we had. They definitely are just birds, but they look to be, you know. Maybe vulture size, but not like a vulture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Got it. And Carlos, would you like to add anything to the Mad Hunter Valley? Oh, man, we've added so many horrifying creatures. <laughs> I was going to say. We really have. I did come very close to adding, like, tremors worms. No. And it was What like, do you no, think the sandy patches much. are? Shut up! Um, I think that there is a like a flower. Let's say it looks very rosish. That is a deep purple that grows in the valley. Sometimes, allegedly, it's very rare. Uh, And if it like the the gathering does find uh, whoever finds this beautiful deep rose of deep purple rose is like super special that year. I don't know. Mm, so it's like a persistent thing. It just kind of moves around essentially. Yeah. Point of yeah. inevitability. Rare per cycle. I like mm. that. Uh, I like that a lot. It's like the, uh, it's like the, um, I haven't actually seen Harry Potter, but like they play the game and isn't it like extra Your points? Stitch? Yeah. Isn't it like extra points if you catch that thing? Mm-hmm. You win, don't you? Yeah. You just you win. Oh, okay. That's a little OP. That's how the game. Well, you don't necessarily win. Um, Actually, guys, you don't necessarily uh, win. The game just ends and it's worth points. But there have been teams who have lost, even though they caught this. (laughs) Um, Can uh, thank you. Okay, that's good to know. Um, I think it's like that. I think it's worth points. Um. It's not worth points. Okay, and then last but not least, I'm going to let you collaborate on this because I'm so nice. Uh, what is this year's changing's goal? So is it to map out the valley? Is it to find, you know, six edible food sources? Is it to uh, identify all of the uh, carnivorous creatures? Is it to 
maybe it's something specific, like to determine what is in the center of the storm. Perhaps it is to uh, I find a way to capture one of these birds that is flying around in the sandy patches and you know bring them in for study. There is a goal of the changing. Now remember, it's not the changing isn't so much about survival anymore. That's what it that's how it began. And now it's more of a um it's a endeavor, a what do you what would you call it? a scientific endeavor. It's mm-hmm. to study. So what would you guys like? The goal of the Grand Clan Tournament of the Mad Hunter Valley to be this year. I I do kind of initially I was like to map out the valley because that makes the most sense but I do like the idea of figuring out what the fuck is at the center of these storms it seems like the biggest like like first thing noticeable difference everybody would be like "Ooh, what is this you know what I mean especially because of how it's got this weird pattern um yeah I don't I don't hate that I'm intrigued by the storm too because it seems to have areas it doesn't affect. Mm-hmm, exactly. I kind of i I do really like that as well. I also though I like the idea of not having a singular goal, which mm-hmm. is like learn this, and instead to be like you're accruing multiple things. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like so, a it's like a scavenger hunt almost. I mean, I yeah. that's what cool I thought. Of like yeah. two two new flora, two new fauna. Like, mm. have a list. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. two new edible foods and, like, two new predators or two new areas you yeah. have to yeah. watch out for. Could I, suge- right. could I suggest, could I, what if it was, like, a timed event that was, like, in X number of days, you have to catalog as many things, as many plants, fungi, predators, like new changes as possible or maybe things that have remained too because i think there's something to be say if we see you know again we've got our our mimus like Mm. they've held over but maybe if some of their characteristics maybe again or (laughs) everybody just wakes up and writes they're the bingo bingo oh my god is it bingo (laughs) Um, so if i'm correct we're basically playing pokemon snap a little cool. bit. Yeah. Pokemon Snap. Maybe. Let's go. Maybe. Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. Except it's Pokemon Go because we're actually walking around. Yeah. <laughs> and being mm-hmm. active and physical yeah. and running yeah. around and exploring new things with our friends. I like I like that I idea. Like I like having and it mm-hmm. there there has to be I like as part of it, there is a not like not like a defined there's there's a an aspect of the more info you're able to kind of catalog, the more valuable that point is, or at least the very mm. least, it can't just be like, I saw a weird rainbow monkey. It's like, here's the rainbow oh. m- monkey, the Mimus, they eat this, they Wait. tend to hang out here. It's almost, yeah. have you played Subnautica? Yes. It's it. almost like when you like scan different animals in Subnautica, like the more that you scan them, like the more information you get on them. Oxygen. It's, yeah. Oxygen. I th- I think so, might also I'm gonna be- die! <laughs> Points tied to like how vital that information is for survival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, like yeah. the more dangerous the thing is, whether it be like a poisonous food or a like, there's 
slightly more weighted of instead of somebody just going out and being like i found this flower and i found this flower and i found this flower and i found this like just cataloging quantity like i think quality is a big part of it of yeah i found this new mushroom but also you will die if you eat this like we're not going to tell you how we found that out but i really like this (laughs) yeah is there like a judges panel i do think if there's going to be different weighted if there's different weighting then there is going to have to be a uh, panel i imagine of uh, elders so like mama mama madisha would be on the panel where they um do a blind judging of everyone's final catalog yeah i I do like as well because that ties into the you have this amount of time but you're not just like rushing in being like flower 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 got it let's go right yeah you right. have to balance the how much time we spend and yeah how much research we can gather mm-hmm. is it like since it's different clans do each clan like do we all have like a set area that's been like no. predetermined section now it's just a free-for-all everybody some yeah. of them some it. of them probably play a little dirty too honestly i was gonna say are there rules they against combat in there, this there are very clear rules that you may not attack or touch the property of or cast any spells that would affect anyone from another clan this is a scholastic event guys have some honor like this is not a combat thing oh i've participated in honesty of the mind it got physical but you're saying that you're saying that asshole tribe might come up and be like Whoa, you guys got to try those mushrooms over on those trees yes. over there. Yeah. Oh, delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like spells like Gift of Gab, Worth right? Where they points. can make it seem like they didn't just cast a spell or, you know, mm-hmm. the, the earth suddenly gets molded around you and you're like, what the fuck? And someone's just standing over there, like, you know, touching their fingertips. Like, I didn't cast a spell. Oh, um, it must just be the changing. The changing is it's, a ch- it's still changing. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it, it'd be more <clears throat> underhanded stuff like that. Of course, uh, Mama Medisher would say that's not how you play this game, mm-hmm. right? This is mm-hmm. yeah. Fine, Mama raised Mom. us better than that. Mm, there's a reason you lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am. Hey, well, I just so... tried some it's mushrooms over on that tree. Do you want one? Anu um, does the Henry so... Cavill like arm locking <laughs> thing. <laughs> I am so excited. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, viewers, those who have stuck with us through a very chunky weaving session, yeah. uh, it's a lot of thick, thick, thick with thick. thick. It's going to be a ton of fun. So join <laughs> us next week for the uh, entrance into the valley, and join us for the Grand Clan Tournament of the Man Hunter Valley. Uh, like. Subscribe. That's going to be it for today. Please. We are sending a Mimu to everyone who subscribes to our channel. Uh, it is both a promise and a threat. <laughs> um, may vines only boop you in appropriate places for the rest of your days. Thank you, everyone, so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week, Bye. 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. For the next episode of the Grand Clan Tournament of the Matt Hunter Valley. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you.
That was World Weavers. Thanks for listening, and feel free to join us at actualplaypods.com, where you can find links to our Patreon, our Discord, and more. That's actualplaypods.com. See you next Monday.